Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song. Fox Sports Radio, greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where there's a lot of stuff to get to tonight, but I think murder hornets versus aggressive chickens is going to be the conversation that carries the night, Mike. I'm just saying. I'm just going out on a limb. 
the murder hornets starting to get their run and people starting to see the videos of exactly how this comes to fruition. Uh, I got enamored and watched a long, long play by a, a hive of bees in response to an intruder to a nest. So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, you're, like, is- you're like Eddie Vedder in singles. Right? He's, they just, they're all high and they're watching the nature show on TV. That's the way it works. It oh, popped up in my bees. timeline. I mean, look, I got people showing me how to make all sorts of alcoholic beverages. Uh-huh. I still had work today. It's not like I could sit there and just start drinking tequila in the middle of the afternoon and then say, hey, let's go on air for four hours. That's not a good idea. That's a bad formula, and I'm sure – our bosses would be on my bat phone in a matter of seconds should that occur. So we have to put uh, that to the wayside. You kidding? You'd so be later. great, man. If you came on drunk, they would go, wow, listen to Harmony. He sounds so relaxed. And, well, I'd start sounding like I was from Chicago. He again. doesn't care. Boy, listen to that. Uh, but before we start, and, and yeah. happy Cinco de Mayo, uh, we need to, we need to uh, uh, make something a little bit clearer that happened just a few seconds ago. Uh, we're going to replay the end of Brian Fenley's updates. I want to make sure that the people are clear about one of the last stories uh, that he did. So, Alex, can we can we hear this the la- the end yes, of Brian? Right. Fenley. Go ahead, let's hear it. And the Las Vegas Raiders dispose of quarterback Deshaun Kaiser. Okay. Wow. Just to let you know, and Brian Fenley, please pop on here. The Raiders did not kill. Whoa, no, no, they did not kill. It was by musket. I'm reading. No, they did not kill Deshaun How do you Kaiser. Know? They simply released him. I heard dispose. All right, he, I know, I know. But he, he, he's alive. He's fine. I need Brian on this. They did, Brian, yes. Just can you let everybody know because I think there might be some people that Deshaun <laughs> Kaiser is alive. He, he was just released. Okay, if he was on the Jets, I think he'd prefer to be disposed. Okay, but. Let Oh, okay. Well, come on now. Okay, you know, you know, uh, well, you know, what? Well, I know, know we were talking about murder hornets and all, but good lord, your mom and I are going to have a conversation about how much longer you can live in the house. Okay, that, that's my mom go. has been thinking about you. Actually, yeah. you came up in a dream last yeah, night. Wait, yours or hers? You're, you're talking my to your mom. mom about oh, your mom. Dreams. Okay, that's she better. Was okay, better than yours. Okay, doting over you. Yes. Well, and I can't wait to share that story with you. I am. Uh, I am. I am. A, I'm a popular guy. I'm a popular guy. But until she disposes of you. Until she, yeah, she <laughs> might want to say. dispose of me, yes. But uh, Deshaun Kaiser is okay. We just, he, was, <laughs> he was not, they did, they did not uh, put him in a car, drive him to the city limits, and kick him out and say, that's it. <laughs> they, they did not push him out of plane. They didn't know. He's, he's, he's okay. He's fine. They did not. He was I mean, he is of. in the middle of the bleeping desert, he like is. Elliot Gould told us all that time ago he is. in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, but no, but it's not like, you know, you're going to open up the back of the trunk and Ken Jong's going to pop out naked. <laughs> Uh, no, that he is. Deshaun Kaiser is okay. Everything, everything is fine. They whacked him. But I, I just wanted to make sure people knew that. Uh, thank you, Brian. Please, please tell your mom I, I said hey. I, I will. And I'll, I'll, I'll text her in a few minutes. Yes, please do. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Very. See, hey, it's we're, see. That's the whole thing. Now we have a conversation about Brian. We got to have that conversation. It's going to be that's, awkward. It's going to be awkward. Of, well, that's a big thing, though. I mean, it's going to be know, awkward. The, the terminology. That's a gateway. It is. To it doing is. bad things. <laughs> right. Very bad things. Also about going and digging holes in the desert. We are disposing of Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, hey, Deshaun so, Kaiser. Uh, best of luck to you, man. Yeah. Uh, and we hope you rebound nicely from the words of Brian Fenley. And for everybody, happy Cinco de Mayo and Taco Tuesday. I mean, it really, you could, we get them both on the Woo! same day. And it's, you know, obviously it's a much different Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo. Maybe people are ordering margaritas to be delivered to their homes earlier in the day today. I'm not sure. You can't have booze delivered. Uh, sure you can. Yeah, there's some places are doing that. Yeah, you can. You can have, yeah, I can't believe you don't know that. 
I told you. I, I told you I had that done a week ago. What can, are you talking about? You can about? go through drive-thrus and have it now, I think. I like I a know. Big Mac and a uh, large beer. And a, and a Modelo. Let me have that. Look at all. You know, give me two Modelos. That's what I'm going to have as I'm driving through. But, uh, sir, you have to order food. No, I don't. No, no, no. I just have. Okay, fine. Don't you fine. know who I am? Just, no, I don't. Just give me some napkins and a few straws. <laughs> and just pour the beer. Whatever you got to give it to me, and I'm fine. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Darren McFadden at a drive-thru, but, you know, I think you can order, you, you can order uh, alcohol. And have it delivered now. I don't know how they deliver it to you. I don't think they give you the plastic cup like you're at a, a baseball game and the you know the the guy passes the beer down the road to you. I don't, I don't think it's quite that way. I but th- I, think I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah. I mean, unless you want that, you want to relive that and have that happen. And as okay, we're gonna we're gonna reconstruct this like I'm at a game. So you give the beer to her, she gives it to her, she gives it to her, she gives it to him, and he gives it to me, and then I say thank you and I pass the money down the road. Well, you're doing your best to. Add sales while not adding a ton of cost in terms of a new distribution method. So if you're a business whereby you already had the to-go cups, that's easy. Uh, if not, I'd be curious as to the delivery mechanism. Are we talking mini growlers? You know, are we it's little bottles. It's funny. It's funny you say that. Beyond and whatever. And I mean, it's funny you say that because I think how they do it is there's like a. Uh, like they seal it and they put a sticker on it that says this has been sealed, uh, you know, before we brought it to you, like to let you know that, that this is not something that was like open. We were all taking swigs of and then just filled it up well, and why, then brought why it to you. Why is my eight ounce, you know, beverage now at four? <laughs> well, I tell you. I got thirsty on the way over. Uh, but go ahead, finish her up. I'll give you I'll give you a fresh straw. Yeah, take that and go finish it. Uh, no, they do that. They, they, they seal it. It's like, you know, it's like it's like when... Um, in in a, a movie or like Game of Thrones or something where they need to send a message to the king and somebody writes a message and they seal it with like the wax so oh, they yeah. know that no one the, the messenger's not going to open it as long we as it's got the wax seal on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's how they do it. I think that's the same philosophy behind it. I like that. They've got a Slytherin one. I thought you were going to go all, yeah, you know, you know, when you get your physical and you got to go and then they put the sticker on there <laughs> so that it doesn't damper <laughs> with your sample, you know, so you don't have any of those... Uh, you know, Ryan Braun's situation starts. No. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Some guy came in. I handed him my sample. I don't know. He said, give it to him. What do you look like? I don't know. Kind of tall, short guy, big, little, you know, it's had a mustache, I, clean shaven. Just, uh, yeah, I just gave it to him. I don't I know what may happened may or may not have had another man produce said sample. Don't we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> guy, guy came to me and he was, you know, taking some kind of over-the-counter medication. Said, hey, what do you guys want? He put it in his mouth and he was smoking dope, too, and all these things. I gave allegedly. it to him. I don't know what to do. Allegedly. All allegations. Uh, but we do have big NFL news today. We have Manish Mehta from the New York Daily News going to stop by with us coming up in about 20 minutes, which will be awesome. Because the big NFL story of the day, the Jets are now going to ruin what's left of Frank Gore's career. Because that's how it's going to go. <laughs> Frank Gore has agreed to a one-year contract with the New York Jets, ostensibly to help spell Le'Veon Bell, maybe be a short yardage guy, be a leader in the locker room. The Jets have a lot of young running backs they want to bring along because, look, they want to cut Le'Veon Bell after this year. So they want their younger running backs to learn under Frank Gore. And look, there's there's all kinds of good reasons for bringing Frank Gore in. This is not, oh, the Jets, what are they doing? No, they're bringing in a guy who's going to help be a leader in the running back locker room. Le'Veon Bell's still going to get his touches, still going to get his carries, but he did wear down a bit the end of the year last year, so if you can keep him a little bit fresher, you know, that's okay. So I'm okay with the with Frank Gore coming in 
Frank Gore coming in is, is, is a good move. I just know the Jets. I know they're going to ruin his career. Just like anybody else who goes to the Jets at the end, they walk away and they go, why did I go there? Le'Veon Bell's going to say the same thing in a year. Why did I go to the Jets? That's like two years I just gave away. He's going to go to the Jets. Things are going to be crazy. Frank Gore's not going to carry the football. He's going to get dinged up. There's going to be all kinds of questions. Adam Gase is going to be filled with controversy because his offense stinks. And Frank Gore is going to say, I'm done. The Jets beat the end of my career out of me. All these other teams I made it with, San Francisco, Indianapolis, the guy's a marvel. He's 37 years old. He's still averaging over three yards a carry. Averaging more yards a carry than Le'Veon Bell did last year. Doesn't matter. The Jets are going to ruin him, and this is going to be it. We're going to say, yep, there it is. The Frank Gore could not be dominated or, or, or crushed by anybody. The Jets found a way to do it. Yeah, he's a guy that at this point, he turns 37 a week from Thursday. Uh, effective in in short spurts. I mean, you're not getting him 20 carries a game anymore, and that you're not. That's not what you're asking him to do here. It's it, you might as well just put a coach tag on his jersey while you're at it too, in terms of what he brings to the locker room. But overall, I mean, he hasn't averaged more than 70 yards per game on the ground since 2013, and that was 70.5 yards. That was me being nice <laughs> to get that far. And I love watching the guy play. I mean, the ageless wonder just keeps going, uh, and this becomes the next spot in his storied career, you know, fourth team in four years. Uh, and he's uh, workload split, so you don't have to worry about him wearing down good in between the tackles still. But overall, I mean, what what's left in the tank? Ruining his career, man, this, it just means he's it's his last stop. I mean, that that's really the only this thing you it. can do. Yeah, but, but I, th- I, look, everybody, I remember thinking he was done like in 2012. No, they but had, okay, that's just it. He had a couple of big years No, it doesn't matter. He's been so solid for his entire NFL career. He's never been great. He's never been, boy, Frank Gore is the guy, number one, you have to stop on that Niners offense or Colson. No, but he's always been really good and someone you have to account for and someone you knew was going to give you the same kind of production every single year. It's a, He's a marvel. He's at, We don't talk about Frank Gore enough, and the and the Jets are just going to end his career. It's going to be it. Well, he'll average like one and a half yards a carry, and he'll carry the ball like 13 times and catch like four passes, and that'll be it. Yeah, but we've been talking a lot about the quarterbacks and ageless wonders like Brady, Breeze, uh, and the like. You know, get old, old Captain Phillip in there uh, while we're at it. I mean, not quite Phillips. We need that for the movie. But Captain Phillips' team. Uh, And then we can make it Captain Phillips. He yells, I'm the captain now, and everybody has a good time. Uh, But, I mean, you're talking about a guy, he's he's been allergic to the painted grass for four years. I mean, four years, nine touchdowns on the ground, right? Caught four touchdown passes in 2016 as a member of the Colts. But in terms of that effectiveness in and around the goal line – that ain't his forte anymore. So, you know, that part of the game is gone because, I mean, as soon as this news got announced, obvious Hall of Fame discussions began on the life and times of Frank Gore. But as we talk Brady, we talk Breeze, we talk Phillips, we talk about the Philip. Philip, I now added the S. That's okay. The, the quarterback. You get ahead getting, of yourself. Get a timeout. Yeah. Get a timeout. Get a 20. But, gather yourself. The quarterback's getting older and being able to play this long. I mean, the fact that he's going to be 37 and he's still got another contract, I salute him, man. The fact that you still have teams that'll that'll put out a contract offer and roll you up, but the expectation that you're putting up anything great at this point, 
even the Jets can't ruin him. Father Time will do it for him. No, the, it'll be the Jets. It'll be the Jets. Because then, then if they wind up cutting him in the middle of the season, he'll pick up someplace else, and he'll, and he'll have like 500-yard games in a row. Well, he might and go to be- the uh, Patriots, <laughs> and then that'll complete the loop. They're just I could just see it. I mean, I hope so. Look, I, like I said, I like the signing. I'm not, oh, look, what does it mean for Levy? I'm about, no, no, no. I like it. It's big new. Frank Gore is going to the Hall of Fame, and it's not going to be a question. The guy is 1,100 yards a year machine. Even when he's 34, 35, 36, he's still running for six, 700 yards a year, which you're not supposed to do. The guy's going to the Hall of Fame. But all these teams, San Francisco, Indianapolis for three years, Miami for a year, Buffalo last year. No, no. Still going to play still going to play no the jets are going to be it's going to be man it's time for me to leave the nfl this jets thing i i i don't know what i was thinking i don't i don't i that's, I, I that's go. the organization that broke go. him that's that's going to be the one i'm telling you it's going to be the I one i do like you know we're, we're going to mark the tape on all this uh he needs <laughs> 757 yards to get to twenty thousand yards running and receiving for his career how about not, that yeah not going to happen with the jets Maybe if he get if if they something happens and he winds up with a different team, but yeah, but this is going to be it. The Jets are going to see. He's going to go. Oh wow, this really is the the end of the road. This really is. This really is why they say certain teams you go to for the end of your career for a year, then you're done. I mean, but then when he goes in the Hall of Fame, maybe he goes in as a Jet. So I'm I'm kind of holding on to that hope that maybe that could happen. <laughs> well, I mean, you'll be able to claim him. I, I mean, will. Future Hall like of Famer. Like I celebrate, Frank Moore. you know, White Sox legend Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day pickup, you can place your order online, grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store or curbside. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. So get in the zone. Auto zone. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. You just see that's how it's going to go for Frank. Or just, I, I'm warning you ahead of time, Frank. I'm warning you ahead of time. Uh, we got more NFL on the way, though, because coming up next, Tua has picked his number with the Miami Dolphins. Is he going to take 13? Is Dan Marino saying it is okay for him to wear my number? We got it next, Fox. What day of Mayo is it? Cinco. Ay, 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 ay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today because of Cinco de Mayo, that's why we're... Okay. <laughs> you don't play any of these songs? Okay. What do you mean? I'm just saying. Get festive. All right. Let's get loud. Come on. When are those drinks ordering on coming, Jay? Uh, soon. They're going to come to the door, and then okay. you answer, and then uh, just tell them the money will be there soon. One of them doesn't have a sticker on it, though, of authenticity. That's yours. The other one's mine. That Thank means you. you got the extra. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. A happy Cinco de Mayo. Maybe you got a free boost. Uh, maybe. It could be. You know what? There's there's things going on that I, I just don't know about, so I'm just going to play the ignorance is bliss thing and go, all right, let's just let that. I don't know what that is. I don't want to respond to it. Come That's on. That's how it goes. That's Take control, goes. man. <laughs> I'm in control, man. I had the, I had the worst... I had the worst, the worst, I had the worst Cinco de Mayo Taco Tuesday meal. I went to a local business today for tacos, and yep. the meat they put they put in the taco it was like straw. It was all burnt, and it was like they scraped it out. And I, I said, I am never coming here again. I can't believe you served this and called this a taco. What the man. hell, man? It's Tuesday. I'm I, sorry to hear that, buddy. It was, I made some tacos, going and there they were again. delicious. I bet they were. I, I'm, never, I'm never going there again. It was awful. 
I'm sorry to hear that. I, 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 that's why that I almost just, I almost went out to get different ones from a different store. I said to Pam, I said to Pam, I said, you want me to go out and get tacos from someplace else? She goes, no, it's fine. We'll just have some leftovers here. I was like, no, I'll go out and get some. She goes, no, let's have leftovers here. You were, now like, you're right. eager to go out and find another taco. Yeah. Well, see, I now, wouldn't doubt if you had the guys behind the glass working to find you tacos right now. See, because I feel that way. I feel like if I have a, a meal that I've been looking forward to and I'm disappointed, I want to Still have it because I, I feel I will feel unfulfilled for a couple of days because I'll go, man, you know what I've wanted since like Saturday was tacos because we had those tacos and they were terrible. And I've been thinking about that for a couple of days. So I want to get rid of that and just go have something that's what I crave that's better so I can at least say, OK, good. That craving is done. I can move on to different foods when I want to because until I get tacos, it's going to stick in my head that we had bad tacos. It's going to be in my head all the rest of the week, unless Sorry, I get tacos. Wow, you got to let that go, man. Yeah, well, that's just the way I am, you know? I mean, I, I mean, you got that Midwest, East Coast, you got a hankering, Yeah, you can't let it go. Yeah. No, I, 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 really, uh, I really want to be able to say, this is now put to bed. I can yeah, but move you're on. No, you'll never be satisfied. We know that. I, no, I, I, I can be. If I get a good taco, I'll be good. It's that's not like ah oh, that's still not good. I'm still no no I'm not, I'm not one of those oh I have to wait and have the nirvana of food. I just need something that's okay. That was good and that satisfied me. And I move on. Talk okay, else. fair enough. Uh, so Tua Tagovailoa has chosen his jersey number for the Miami Dolphins. Is number thirteen coming out of retirement? Dan Marino giving his blessing to Tua. No, of course not. Come on, Dan Marino's not going to give his number to anybody. Come on, guy's ego is too big. Tua is going to wear number one. First quarterback in franchise history to do so. He said shortly after uh, it was announced, quote, I'm not too worried about what number I have. I understand 13 is retired, and it should be. Dan Marino, he's the GOAT. He's like the mayor out there. So I'm glad it worked out okay because, number one, you know, like I said, there's no way Marino would have given permission to have anybody else wear his number. Like I said, he's just – there's a, Dan, we're going to give 13 to it. No, you're not. That's my number. That's my, that's my number. I'm the legend. Laces out, 13, everything else, 48 touchdowns my second year. No, no, no. I am – I'm the guy, okay? Nobody else gets to wear 13. So I, I, I completely get that, that he wasn't going to say it. But I get it for two or two because – in the end, do you want to be somebody that's wearing a number that is made famous by your team, right? For fans, it's great. You know, we talked about this a little bit last week. You know, number 44 for Syracuse is a big deal. Certain numbers for, at different schools and, and different teams are a big deal. Look at the quarterbacks that have worn this number. Well, and 88 it's for the Cowboys. Yeah, that right. was the big story last week. Right, and it's fun for fans because they feel, okay, that's a that's a big heritage number for me. But for the athlete, I don't know why you'd ever want to do that. Why you'd want, you want your own number, you want your own image, your own career path, you don't want to be a guy that, oh yeah, that, boy I tell you, he's a really good number 88, just like all the other guys that wore 88 for us, and you mentioned all the other guys, and you're just one of those guys. You know, Steve Spurrier actually mentioned something like this a couple weeks ago when he was asked about uh, not taking the job at Alabama when it was open uh, before Nick Saban got there, because there was the whole story, Rich Rodriguez wound up getting it, and Spurrier said something to the effect of, you know, if you if you take the Alabama job and you go there and win, you're just another guy there that won. And 
and they mention you like they made Bear Bryant wins and and uh, you know I don't want that you know he, he wanted to go to South Carolina where he could thought I could build something and I can be legendary that way I can carve my own identity my own path and make my own imprint but if I go something you're just another guy that won and that's kind of the same thing well if you wear 13 and you're good it's boy yeah you were great but they're going to mention Dan Marino every time they mention your name and with with 88 with CD Land they're going to mention Michael Irvin every time they're going to mention Des Bryant when they talk about 88 and you're not going to really have your own identity that's why I feel CD Lamb got pushed into it he should have picked something different I'm glad two has got number one yeah I think if I'm Dan Marino I'm sending over uh you know a bottle of booze or two maybe maybe something to go with the Cinco de Mayo celebration uh a box of isotoner gloves and saying buddy wear number 13 because then they'll talk about me and how great I am all the bleeping time. I need some of that. I need some of that. I see this Jordan documentary or, you know, expose or no, that word doesn't work either. Uh, this footage of old Jordan stuff. They could do that with me. <laughs> they could do that with me, too. And, and everybody could talk about me in the pantheon of greats uh, where they're not always right now. He's usually the afterthought. Well, you got to mention Dan Marino. And then there's the two-second switch to insert other quarterbacks here. I mean, that they'd turn on a dime from that because he didn't win. He didn't win the big prize. You, you could go into the career a bit, as we've done in the past. We did a little bit last night. But the fact is, uh, you know, for Tua, number one, I mean, number one always looks good too, right? Because if you're winning, I mean, you're just holding up the, the, the two-pointer fingers, right? Yeah, it's all about me. So it works. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. All of our guests tonight appear with us via the Discover Card hotline. Get your free credit score card today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations, they do apply. Joining us now on the hotline, friend of the show, New York Jets insider, who I believe is actually 15 years older than Frank Gordon. No. Uh, it is friend of the show, Manish Mehta. You can follow him on Twitter, Manish Mehta, N-N-Y-D. And Manish, what's happening, my friend? Yeah, can you hear me, guys? Oh, now I got you. you. How are you, man? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not 15 years older than Medvor, <laughs> although I am older than him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, obviously this is the big story of the day, and the Jets wind up going to get Frank Gore, and and suddenly all the questions are going to be about what does this mean for Le'Veon Bell? Hey, you know, I I think it's fine. You bring know, he's going to be a leader in the locker room. He's going to be a guy that takes some of the load away from him. I I think this is fine. I mean, I I, I worry about what happens in the final year because you know. Play, players playing their final year with the Jets in their careers have never really turned out that well, but I like this signing. Uh, well, <laughs> look, I think Frank Gore's going to be in Canton one day. <laughs> I think there's no doubt that he'll be a positive influence for guys in the locker room, younger players, specifically Michael Pirine, their fourth-round running back. Uh, that being said, I'm not exactly sure how much uh, Frank Gore actually has left in the tank because he, he did have his least productive season last year in Buffalo. The second half of the year, frankly, was ugly just in terms of uh, lack of production. And you would expect that for, from a 36-year-old running back. I mean, you probably would expect it for, from a 30-year-old running back. So, uh, you know, he's been on borrowed time for a while now. I, I don't quite understand it only because if you were going to 
bring in additional help in the backfield, you'd probably want to bring in a speed element because that's what's missing in the backfield because P. Ryan's not a burner. Everybody knows that Le'Veon Bell is great at change of direction, but he's not a blazer either. either. So if you want to add that dimension to the back field, I would get it, but just adding a 37-year-old running back who has one year of familiarity with Adam Gase, uh, you know, I-, I wouldn't have gone in that direction. Yeah, but here's the thing, Manish, is after this year, no matter what, we're going to be able to say, hey, future Jets Hall of Famer Frank Gore will be able to say that. <laughs> right, just, just like you could have said about LaDainian Tomlinson exactly. and uh, <laughs> you know, Jason Taylor. There's a lot of guys like that that fit those parameters. With you the got Jets. it. That's a wall full of Hall of Famers for the Jets. But, I mean, they've got to be excited because the big bad Brady has left town. Yeah, I think that there's opportunity, obviously, with the, you know, uh, not only the Jets, but I think the Bills are best positioned because they have the best roster right now, and the, and the Dolphins uh, have ramped up, at least on paper. So there's opportunity to take hold of the division. Uh, I just don't know if the Jets are, are ready to do that. Uh, if you look at their schedule, it's daunting on paper, but you could say the same thing about all the teams in the AFC East because they're playing the NFC and AFC West this year instead of the NFC East last year. So much more daunting challenge on paper. Uh, the fact that they've got a revamped offensive line, really four new guys along the offensive line, uh, and no real off season, I think is going to make things a little bit more challenging for Adam Gase and Sam Darnold as well. But uh, clearly when you look at this division uh, you know, beyond 2020, like 2021, 2022, and, and, and after that, uh, who knows who's going to take control of the division because no Brady means no stranglehold for New England. Is there a sense of optimism that, now, hey, that you, obviously you have to go in every year thinking we can do it, this can be our year, but now that Brady's not there, is that, hey, you know what, the, the goat's gone and th- this is open for one of us to come up and seize it? Sure, absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't it be when the arguably the best player in the history of the sport is no longer in your division and there's no clear-cut answer at that position for the Patriots right now? Yeah, there's, there's, there's hope. Uh, I think if you're looking at this as a glass three-quarters full, you'll look at the fact that the Jets finished 6-2 and two last year. Now, I, I, know I think they finished 5-2 because they beat the Bills in a de facto preseason game in Week 17. Nevertheless, they played much better in the second half of the season uh, than they did in the first half of the season. So, uh, you know, you could say, yeah, things perhaps are looking up, but this is a very different team. There's a lot of turnover from last year to this year, a lot of new pieces. I don't necessarily know if those are better pieces. Time will tell, but certainly a lot of new faces in key spots. So we'll find out if those guys mesh and if these changes were upgrades, because right now all we know that is that they're different, not necessarily better. Now, he can listen to the, the rhetoric and the hype machine still rolls for Sam Darnold. What, what's the real feel of where he's at entering year three? Well, last year was a little bit unusual, as you know, because of the mono that, that cost him three games Just early in the year. But you know, I, I've been adamant in my belief that he can be a difference-making player in this, year, in this league. He's going to turn 23 uh, this summer. He's still a very young player, uh, not that much experience at the position, frankly. And he's got a world of talent. And it's really incumbent upon Adam Gase to 
bring that talent out and bring it out quickly. Because statistically, uh, he made some marginal gains last year. I think mentally he made probably some more significant gains, but ultimately all that matters is the production on the field. And the fact that the Jets were the 32nd-ranked offense isn't going to impress very many people. And with Darnold, I believe they were 27th. So he's still a bottom-tier offense, even with Darnold last year. But again, it was only a second season. Uh, I'd like to see him make some significant progress. I think Jet fans will agree with that. They'd like to see some significant significant, tangible steps forward, and that's not only on him, of course, it's on the supporting cast, and perhaps most importantly, it's on the play caller. Yeah, but Manish, it's okay. Adam Gase is an offensive genius. He's going to solve <laughs> all the problems. Look look, look at how I, look, his offenses finish r- routinely, 25th, 26th, 31st, 30th. they finish really high. He's, everything is going to be fine. I'm not worried. <laughs> Yeah, look, I think that ultimately Sam Darnold is going to be a very successful player with someone other than Adam Gase as his head coach. Uh, you know, I've been a consistent critic of Gase for, for some of the same reasons that you just outlined. Uh, you know, the proof is in the pudding when it comes to Adam Gase and uh, – He's got a career track record that suggests that if number 18 isn't behind center for him, he struggles offensively. And uh, for as good as I think Sam Darnold can be at some point in the future, uh, he's not Peyton Manning. You can follow him on Twitter at NYDN. That's NYDN. He's got a big column up on Sam Darnold not taking the Patriots lightly and when his $100 million payday could show up. Manish, as always, buddy, appreciate you coming on the show with us. Have fun. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. Thank you, brother. Be good. Ooh, how about how about that flamethrower at Adam Gase? He will be successful quarterback in the NFL with someone other than Adam Gase as the head coach. Well, you listed all of his accomplishments, and I was starting to laugh going, and you're the Jets fan. Yeah. <laughs> and you're rattling those off like – you know, badges of honor. Twenty fifth, thirty first, twenty seventh. I mean, that's it. That's the thing. Look, this is why I'm just waiting for Adam Gase to get fired. Because for the offensive genius as he is, his four years in the as a head coach, last four years, his offense has finished twenty fifth, twenty seventh, twenty sixth, thirty first, and thirty second. All right, that's how they finished. All right, you can say, you could tell me, oh, well, you had injury problems last year, and you all attack. No, this is four years. Four years, and your offense stinks. It absolutely stinks. All right, you can't tell me that it's going well when no matter who you have at quarterback, whether it's Darnold, whether it's whether it's Tanner, whatever it is, four years, that's a long time. We just show me a little bit of something, and you can't. So I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for a new head coach. I'm oh, waiting. Yeah, added, just added another happen. piece in uh, Denzel Mims. Right, the second round, backed in on the on the O line, assuming that he could be upright and the meat doesn't get him and, and put him out. I mean, I know all those great stats and everything, it looks great. Now we'll see what happens when he goes, you know, because normally you put weight guy on guys when they yeah. come to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you got mm-hmm. that working out for you. but And you got the reclamation project in Perriman that you're trying to make uh, your number one alongside Crowder. So it is going to be an interesting season. I can't wait till it all un- unfolds. And on Thursday night, all 256 games will be put in front of us for our perusal. You were gonna say you're gonna say unraveled, and that that's okay. You can say how it unravels. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, I wanted to be kind. <laughs> we got more coming up in ninety, but first, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And whereas the last couple of days, you know, if you're not thinking about living day to day with the coronavirus, you're trying to get past this. Maybe you saw the story about their murder hornets that are on their way and arriving in the United States. These 
big hornets that are two inches long that come from Asia and they kill bees and they bite their heads off and feed them to their babies. That's what they do. And, you know, these things can be fatal if you get stung by a bunch of them. Now we got to worry about murder hornets. Yeah. But I also saw today somewhere where bees have a natural defense against the murder hornets. Yeah, if the murder do. hornets go inside their hive, they, they they have a way to defeat them. So I'm wondering, you know, is the murder hornet? I mean, look, you don't want to get stung by a swarm of anything, but I mean, murder hornets. Uh, do we really need that headline? Do we really need the murder this hornets is a big, headline? Big deal, though. But I mean, because there's been a lot made about the the dying murder off hornets. of so much uh, of the bee population. Here's another reason. Not only do we need our honey, man, honey's good. Honey goes into a lot of recipes, good times, but also for the fact that they need to be available to to be deployed to defeat the murder hornets. So what they do is they swarm them, mm. and then they create enough of a... Um, like a covering and they're flapping, you know, as fast as they can. And it basically cooks the intruder. Mm. It is really a frightening little thing to watch. People are sitting at home and they're bored. Let's give them something to be scared of right in the backyard. Murder hornets are on their way. I mean, well, I think there's okay. something to be said for that too. Now, locusts I, were off in Africa two weeks ago. Oh, that's we true. We talked about him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, locusts is more, locusts don't really hurt you. They're just like really big flies. It's more the appearance of locusts and you think, oh, something is coming. You know, here comes pestilence and famine and well and, they are yeah. decimating yeah. your crops right, there's yeah, something yeah. to be yeah. said for that oh, there is that, that you start hearing horsemen yeah. are drawing nearer <laughs> <laughs> leather steeds they ride uh but now to potentially fight against the murder hornets we have aggressive chickens in the state of louisiana uh this story that went viral today police in walker louisiana are searching for an aggressive chicken <laughs> accused of tj the chicken accused of engaging in foul play with people at ATMs, TJ. Uh, the Walker Police Department responding to complaints about a chicken which has been bothering people, approaching patrons at an ATM, chasing customers, and even attempting to climb into cars with these people. Officials responded to the bank, but the chicken has escaped, but still he is wrecking havoc with people at an ATM in Walker, Louisiana. Murder hornets versus aggressive chickens. Yeah, but it's a, now we can have a triple threat match, because remember we got that child snatching monkey in Indonesia from oh, earlier in the week, too. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that, that's either uh, he's collecting gambling debts, because uh, that really went viral about the time the last dance started to show up. Yeah, that's week. true. Yeah, but that, that's, a, that's a, you know, we, we got, we have, we're going to worry about the United States first here. We okay. Got, we got murder hornets on one coast. All right, let's work and, domestically and have, first. Yeah, okay. and, and, and we have chickens. I have to think in a battle between the murder hornets and the chicken, I would have to take the murder hornets because they would just sting the chickens. No, that's I, right. I would think in a battle, if I had to battle both. I gotta think I can I can subdue an aggressive chicken. It's a bigger target. But can I outrun the murder hornets before they lose interest in me? I mean, I don't know if the stings are that bad and you get stung by a whole bunch of them. I mean, I don't know. Could I, how far would I have to run to be away from the murder hornets? Yeah, I mean, these things are two like inches big. Tack. That's a that's a big thing. You know, a murder yeah. hornet's a pretty big thing. A hot t- attack on you, and then it. You know, the the poison sucks in. By the way, I mean, we're only two degrees of separation from a guy that could collect that chicken for us. I mean, Jay Glazer hangs with Sylvester Stallone. Done. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is a chicken that's not just trying to run away from you. This chicken is, like, at you. It wants a, a piece of you. 
No, that's I mean, what this, I mean, this is an aggressive like chicken. Either knock him out or catch him. This is not like a scared Burgess chicken. Meredith put him on. This is an aggressive chicken. I mean, he, he may. He's going to fry up just the same when I catch that son of a gun. Oh wow! He's going to wow! Forget about murder hornets. We got murder Harmon right here. I'm yeah. going to catch that chicken and fry it up. I don't. Oh. I don't think you can legally do that. I don't think well, you can legally. Well, they're going to put him down because he's aggressively attacking people. Right, but so think... why don't we take him out and eat him? Be... Show him who's boss. For all those chickens out there watching the YouTube, you're like Homer Simpson, and I did give him a good home. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think you I can, called him Pinchy. I, I don't think you can request the chicken that you want to eat at some point. I don't think if you can I, do if that. If I killed him, no, I got to take the carcass. I, I don't know, but I don't know that you're allowed to. And I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can just walk in public and and, and kill a chicken. I don't think you can do that. Like even, even if it's an boss. ATM chicken. I want that ATM chicken. I'm gonna go eat that ATM chicken. Is good. he wanted dead or alive? I don't. I don't think you, you can sing do that. the high Sambora part, and I'm gonna go take that chicken. <laughs> Harmon's Harmon's in his house, and he's putting on the grease paint. He's looking like Whoa, Bill Murray man. and Caddyshack. I've got all the camouflage going on. Or you dress up as another chicken to try to lure the chicken close oh, now to you. Now you're talking. And then you would just grab him up. Get one of those mascot costumes like the chicken places downtown <laughs> this is the debate we need on a tuesday night oh, uh great. twitter and how about a fresca mike at swollen dome coming up next a big deal on michael jordan last dance documentary this is fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app Fox Sports Radio, greetings. Welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Happy Taco Tuesday. Happy Cinco de Mayo. A different Cinco de Mayo and Taco Tuesday than we thought we were going to get this year. I mean, once every seven years, Cinco de Mayo falls on Taco Tuesday. And, you know, instead we got to get out and social distance our way to a good taco. It's a way to do this. I mean, you could find a, a parking lot, and maybe uh, everybody brings their own tacos and tequila. It's true. And you can still get the celebration going. Someone blares their radio. See, I'm an idea man, Smith. It's a home taco party. We're going we're gonna to taco party in the parking lot. I am there. Uh, but there are many big Cinco de Mayo Taco Tuesday topics to get to tonight, but maybe none bigger then former MLB star Adam Jones. Right now, Adam Jones is you know is one of the more respected players in Major League Baseball for a long time, longtime Orioles outfielder. And he put a picture on his social media account on Tuesday of him eating tacos. You know, they were soft-shell tacos, and they were smothered in ketchup. And then a user responded and said, I know that's not ketchup on your taco, man. And Adam Jones fired back saying, quote, it's my plate. I eat them how I want to in a specific way. So gracias. Ketchup on a taco. Just think about that for a second. Now, this is maybe the hottest take I'm going to have all week. There is no more (laughs) overrated condiment than ketchup. Ketchup is extremely overrated. Uh, salt is overrated too, but sometimes you need a little bit of salt. No, but that's sometimes all it is. Ketchup you, is salt. Yeah, yeah, but you need like like on a steak, I need a little bit of salt. You know, on it, I'm, I'm not someone that puts a lot of salt on 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 my food, but sometimes you need a little bit. Of, nothing more overrated than ketchup. I remember, if you like ketchup, you got to be six years old because that's all. That's the only people who like ketchup. 
Ketchup, it, it overpowers the flavor of everything. You put it on a burger too much, you can't even taste the burger. Ketchup is so incredibly overrated. Yeah, and I can even imagine ketchup on a taco. Yeah, I dial it up with some sriracha. I mean, maybe you have a little bit of combo going on there, but otherwise, I mean, it just doesn't belong. No, it's so ketchup is so overrated. It's you're right. It's all salt, and you can't just put a little bit of it on because you either you wind up you know comes out of the bottle. There's too much, but it always winds up overpowering everything. So whenever I get a burger, I'd rather just I, I sometimes I go yeah you know I don't really want ketchup. I'll just take I'll put some mayo on it and and mustard stuff. But I'll if there's ever ketchup on, I'll always make sure that I there's other condiments on there so the ketchup doesn't overwhelm it because it really is it's overrated. And if you like ketchup, you have to be under 10 years old. I think that I think that should be a rule. Under 10, because mayonnaise and mustard are kind of acquired tastes when you're growing up, and I get it. Because I look, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get to mayonnaise until I was like, you know, maybe 11 or 12 years old, and I was like, oh my goodness, where has this been my whole life? So yeah, I, 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 that away too. I didn't get to mayonnaise until a little bit later. So I get the ketchup part because I would have ketchup on things and uh, you know my burgers. Okay, but then I realized, oh man, this is just why? Why am I having ketchup? Well, ketchup is just okay. Like if I go to McDonald's or something and, and I get a burger and there's ketchup, I can't say with no ketchup. You know, it's you like, can. I, I get yeah, but then it's just a then it's just a dry burger between two pieces of bread. So I, I kind of get it as it is. You know, then it's it's okay and I'll suck it up and and eat it that way. But I don't go out of my way to put ketchup on anything. Yeah, no, it's it's usually not uh, first. I've got some recipes that call for that as part of the sauce that you're working on, and likewise with mayo. I'm not I'm not a big mayo guy, but you know, tonight we had a little bit of elote in the house. Ah, very nice. You know, got to have a little bit of the Mexican street corn uh, to add to your Cinco de Mayo uh, celebration. So you know, we we got that, but it's one that other than a couple of recipes, I try to push to the back of the. Back of the condiment drawer as well. It's like beat it. Yeah, listen. It. Give, give me some nice spicy brown mustard. I'm good to go. Yeah, here is. I'm going to give you my definitive ranking of condiments. This is a hot take. Right, this is my definitive. The top four condiments there are, it's and I know viral right here. Tight shirt's going to want to weigh in this because he's going to tell me why all of these are terrible. You should never have them, and if you eat them, you know you're not going to be able to have kids or you know something crazy or insane like that. Um, in order of Four to one, like like four being my fourth most favorite to my one favorite condiment. The best condiments, right? Number so, four. Number four. Number four. Horseradish. I do dig some horseradish. Horseradish All right. is terrific, especially if you get it in a in a horseradish mayo type format. But horseradish is so good, it really opens up everything you eat. I'm a big fan get of horseradish. Sinus is cleared, man. Tie shirt has horseradish. Horseradish okay on your uh I'm going to say it's okay being on your list. I'm glad it's at four. That's all I'll say. Why? It's not higher? If it was, I would leave the studio. Oh. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, just because you think like my breath or you just you don't like horseradish? Um, Biased opinion. Horseradish is overrated. Okay. All right. Oh, but that's okay. But you don't think it's so like, oh my goodness, you have this and and you're, you're cutting your life in half. No, I couldn't oh, okay. agree more with you on ketchup. So let's keep this going. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. So that's number four. <laughs> Look at that. Mark the tape though. Yeah. Tyson and I agree on he's food. With you all the way on. Ketchup. I can't believe I did that. Time, first time he's agreed with you wholeheartedly over I anything. Know. We're agreeing on food. This is fantastic. Wow. This is awesome. All right. Number three. So number three, Dijon mustard. 
I'm there. I'm yeah. not. I'm not yeah. a fan of the bright yellow mustard. I, that that I don't think no, is I, healthy. I got. I got no anything. Anything that. that's luminescent. I'm not going to put that on. I must say. Hey, you know what though? But it's fun to look at. It is. It is fun. It's very yes. It's very pretty. It's very nice to see a hot dog with the big. But I like like Dijon mustard. That's number three for comments. Well, it's like the green relish when you get a Chicago style dog in Chicago. Okay. That color green is not natural in any way. No, shape or it's form. not. Yeah, I want to. I want to eat something that I feel like it. it it looks right, but it's delicious. It's like what, what? What was it? What was the fish in the Simpsons? Another Simpsons rat? Blinky? No, no, no. What was the fish in Homer ate that was supposed to kill him? What was it? The oh, uh, the blowfish. Yeah, yeah, the blow. <laughs> Just give me the fish. Uh, all right, so tie shirt number three, Dijon mustard. I think you're a fan of. I think you have to think that's okay. Again, I'm going to have to say that's okay on the list wow. because Man. I'm a fan of mustard as well. I can't this, do the luminescent, but yeah. spicy mustard is my fan, so Dijon's okay. Okay, so there we go. Is the last day of the show? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, Mike, t- don't tell him. Tysha and I are opening up a food business yeah. together. <laughs> wow. Well, between the two of us, we have every food covered. Pretty he much. Has, he has all the healthy stuff. I have all the good stuff. I do you want to be healthy? Do you want to eat something good? What do you want? Come to me. All right, so that's number three. Now. Number two. Number two. Aioli. I'm a big fan of it, especially well, garlic aioli. aioli especially garlic aioli, my favorite. But aioli, in general, aioli is really good. But I, I, am, I am partial to garlic aioli. If I can get garlic aioli on stuff, yeah, I'm good. That's like all, that's like all I need. You just wanted to say aioli. Yes, aioli. Aioli is fantastic. Taisha, okay. where are yeah. you on aioli? Jason, this is the one time I have to disagree on your list now. Aioli oh is not only not a good condiment, okay. it's not good for you. So, Like how bad? Like in the, like if What's one, the scale I'm doing If here? one is, ah, it's not the best thing, but you're okay, and 10 is, oh my God, if you eat that a couple more times, uh, I, I don't know how much longer you're going to live. We're probably at like a five. Oh, okay, so it's Maybe fine Maybe like a then. five and a half, yeah. Okay, all right, so in the middle. All right, so that's okay. Not happy with the choice, but okay. I see where you're going. Okay, all right, very I mean, good. It still gets back to bringing mayonnaise back yeah. in, which again, we've talked about that. Yeah. I, I, you know. Well, here's the thing. When you get to number one. Number one. Number one. Number one is mayonnaise. Oh, I mean, oh, you can put mayonnaise on so many things, and it's so good. Jason. It's so good. I mean, I, I have a tolerance for the olive oil-based oh. mayonnaise. I can get behind that a little bit. Mm. I'm feeling a little bit better about Mayonnaise it. Mayonnaise is so good. Mayo, mayo is so good, and not not Miracle Whip because I'm like I remember when Miracle Whip was big, and I try I remember trying Miracle Whip, going, people like this. I guess I gotta like it because it's trendy. And then I'm like, no, this I really don't like this unless they're gonna sponsor the show. I really don't yeah. like this, and I'm I'm ready to have like you know the all natural mayonnaise. No, mayonnaise is so good. You can put it on so many things. See, I really oh, thought so tahini was going to find its way in here. No, tahini, yeah, but I, it Some was a top. Chili peppers, yeah. lime, sea salt. I mean, that. Oh, that, keep going, Mike. It's good eating right there. Yeah, man. but sometimes it gets the too hot. The habanero one is next. I'll keep level. going, Mike. Nah, There's I, also a tahini wow. rimmer if you want to put it around your cocktails. And <laughs> drinks. what sales? <laughs> All right, I was going to have a funny line, but I think we should just go on past. Keep that going. Now. No, no, no. I had, I, I had something. Uh, I That's think what they call it. That's the brand no, name. No, wait, what? My, <laughs> what's wrong with you, people? Jason? What? I know. I was going to say. Uh, you know what? I think. I oh, think your mic cut out. What was yeah, that? Yeah, no. I think everybody's microphone cut out. I, I don't. I don't. I, I think we should just move on from that. I. That uh, was a brand name. Yeah, no, no, no. I okay. All right, Harmon doesn't know. <laughs> okay, then don't worry about it. D- don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. It's it's all good. You missed mayonnaise. it. It's fine. Mayonnaise. Yes. Let's get back to the mayonnaise. <sighs> mayonnaise. 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 It's it's so good on everything. It's 
terrible. No, it's not. Let's go back to this one to ten. That's a ten. Don't eat that it's stuff. It's not a ten. It's terrible. They wouldn't it's make, bad. They wouldn't what, do you know it. what it's made of? Yes. Don't eggs. hold on. Did you just say they wouldn't make it if it was bad for you? Yes. They, <laughs> I rest my case. Does, I was judging does it, this. Does it come with a warning on it? No. It's not like it's a pack of Why cigarettes. It probably should. It should. <laughs> no, let, 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 let me let me hang on. Hang on. Warning on mayonnaise. Should be on a McDonald's burger too. Come hang on. on. Warning on mayonnaise. Uh, okay, first thing that comes up is mayonnaise can be hazardous to your health. Okay, wait a minute. Hang on. Uh, Jason, come on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's uh, also no- Oh, oh, oh. You know what the story is? When I saw mayonnaise, it's the story from, because I did warnings on mayonnaise, it's the story <laughs> from, uh, what was it, uh, 2012 when Mark Burley missed a start because he cut his hand opening a jar of mayonnaise. That's right. Yeah, okay. So that's, I, as long it's as I can open man. the jar, okay, then I'm okay. All right, so that's good. I wouldn't Jeez. trust you with a knife, so right. no. Everything, everything else is good. The true meaning of mayonnaise. All right, everything. Mayon- oh, mayonnaise dear. got eggs in it. It's, it's eggs are good for you. Can okay. eat eggs. Sure, mayonnaise is fine. So there is your list of definitive rankings of condiments. According to you, mayonnaise well, yes. is yes. not it's number a, one. A, yeah, of course. You know how many people are going to say mayonnaise? There's mayonnaise in everybody's refrigerator. Everybody's I'm refrigerator. Not saying, not mine. I'm not saying there's not. Except maybe Except Adam Jones' refrigerator. Well, Teicher's refrigerator. I don't think Teicher's refrigerator has anything with it with an ex- expiration date on it. It's like good. It's like <laughs> you're good, not wrong. Yeah, it's like good through. Hey, what happens if the zombie apocalypse comes? Well, if you have power, all this stuff is good. Why, you can still leave. Why it. is the vegetable drawer ticking? Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's your number one? I'm curious. Um. Wow, he just gave a Brett Michaels <sighs> breath in there. That was hard. That was Harmon, right? You didn't play that. No, that's me. Okay, that's, all right, very I, good. I, I think it okay. would be. I mean, I brought up Tahin. I, I liked. I used that liberally. Uh, sriracha. Sriracha is pretty good. S- sriracha. I go through probably a bottle every three weeks. Right. Wow. Wow. I don't go through that much mayonnaise. No, I I, I use it on almost every meal, and uh, Maddie does as well. Maddie's become a big fan of sriracha. Ah, what are you having? Spaghetti and meatballs with what? Sriracha. Oh, that's Why great. not? What are you having add, to drink? Add it, add it to the sauce. Kick it up a notch. Why not? What are you having to drink? Glass of milk with what? Sriracha. Oh, that's great. Have that. You said that like it's wrong. <laughs> what are you having? Bowl of cereal with what? Sriracha. Oh, boy, that's got to be hot cereal. Oh, it's all good. Uh, but I, I, I cook a lot, Smith. No, no, I, I, I get it. I don't know if you know. I, but I so mean, we, we like a little bit of heat with our stuff. It's still a lot of sriracha to have to put on. Go that's, through that's a, a lot of sriracha. Of I mean, I'm not maybe saying, I should just buy the gallon-sized jar. I don't know. I'm not saying you're Adam Jones putting ketchup on his tacos, which is just going to ruin the flavor of it. But still, I, I, that's that's very strange. Okay, I'm. I've never claimed to be normal. No, no, no. I just, I just, I just feel like that year. That's a, that's an overlay. Look, I don't eat all mayonnaise, you know, all the time. I've seen you with the jar. I mean, you're like Joey when just, he was on Friends, saying his, you know, mom used to take him to the movies yeah. and let him have his jam with I'm, a spoon. I'm like Winnie the Pooh. I just stick my, I just stick my, <laughs> my hand in and just, just spread it on food and start eating it. Look What's at Jason the, eating mayo. The jar of honey. It's really mayo. Mayo. Just it and eat it. Oh, trust me. If you, we're gonna put this out there. Mayo is going to win for favorite condiment. I guarantee no way. it. I guarantee it. I guarantee Mayo wins. Oh, I think that would be fun. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smiths are with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Happy Cinco de Mayo, and thank you to Adam Jones for providing us with the content. Uh, although we're apart these days, we're sharing more, and Geico's sharing more, too, with the Geico Giveback. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. Got a big story from the NFL on the way. Also, 
what people need to understand about Michael Jordan's last dance. That's coming up next. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today now I want to go out dancing. We're going exactly. out dancing tonight. Get that club going. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. Dick poop. No, it's, you know, why you, why you ruin my groove, man? It brings it up. I'm grooving. 
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, so we, we kind of really hit on something with the um, definitive condiment rankings a few minutes ago. Thanks to I have the no doubt. Thanks to the Adam Jones story that he puts ketchup on his tacos, which it, just eat ketchup at that point. Anybody who likes ketchup, just eat it. Don't put it on anything because clearly you like the taste of ketchup. Don't ruin food by putting it on there. That, that, that's where I'm at with that. Because if, if you like ketchup, you want it to overpower everything else you are eating. Jason Smith for the Coalition Against Ketchup. Mm. Uh, although I do have to say so far, n- not many people are on board with my mayonnaise being the best condiment. Yeah, I, mayonnaise is tough, man. I just, uh, just got to wait. I, I just got to wait for people that, that are going to want to admit it. That's all it is. I just uh, initially look at it. People you are think gonna they're not, out there? Oh, but- there's plenty of people out there. There's plenty of people out there. They're too busy spooning mayo right now. <laughs> when I finish this jar of mayo, I'm going to make sure I tweeted Jason to make sure he knows how good mayo is. Well, mayo, mayo's key thing was in college and in Silicon Valley as, uh, you know, I was working at Yahoo and everybody being silly. It was easy to go buy mayo, put some food coloring in, and then pay guys to drink heavily and then consume some mayo so you'd have the taste the rainbow mm. effect over the course of the afternoon and early evening. So that was the only value for mayo for me. Ah, okay, I'm with you on there. I hear you. Uh, so there needs to be the delineation of a distinction between a biography and a documentary. Because the last couple of days, look, the, the, the overwhelming popularity of Last Dance has been awesome. And I want, I want people to know that I like Last Dance. I think it's fun. It's fun TV. It's sparking conversation during a coronavirus pandemic in which there's no live sports. And it's doing better than ESPN or Michael Jordan could have possibly even imagined. With everybody watching, viewership doesn't drop a lot. It's fun. like there's so many bits and pieces of conversation, whether it's on social media or sports talk shows on radio or TV. We're reliving old grudges. We're learning more about Michael Jordan. Jordan is a front page topic for most of the week. It's It's been great. It's fun. It's awesome. And we talk about it a lot. But... I think that people need to understand that we're not seeing a documentary and we're seeing a biography. And in in the in the defense that people have of Jordan in my timeline or wherever it is the past few days since we've talked about this, this is why Michael Jordan is lucky that he played during the 90s when all everybody did was love him. Because all I'm saying is that this isn't a documentary. And you would think I said, Jordan stinks. He's not one of the top 25 players of all time in the NBA. Because the way that, that his defenders are just, oh, you're not saying this. Of course. What do you mean it's not a documentary? It's about what happened and people talk about it. That's a documentary. And I'm like, okay, meatheads. When someone has final cut approval, when someone has final word approval, which Jordan was able to answer any story, whatever people said about him, when he's able to see the finished episodes before they air and give notes, you're not watching a documentary. You're watching a biography. Right? That's what it is. Look, Jason Hare was on the Dan Patrick Show yesterday talking about this. Tysha, can we get the Jason Hare bite from the Dan Patrick Show uh, where he said uh, that, listen, Michael Jordan's got final cut and also that he even admits, look, I'm a storyteller. Because Dan even asked him, hey, what do you think when people say it's not a documentary? Which, oh, by the way, who started that conversation? We did. You're welcome. Everybody who talked about it, we were the first ones to talk about it. Like I say, all we do on the show every night is say what we think and then sometimes you see it show up somewhere the next day 
The big conversation started about, is it a documentary? Is it not? Ken Burns jumped in on it. It became a big deal. Big enough that Dan asked him about that. Here it is from uh, Jason Hare the other day. He could have taken out anything that, that, that we did. He had the power to do so, and he never wielded that power. He th- that that soundbite that's in there, where the guy compares him to Muhammad Ali and says Michael will never be like Ali. Not only did Michael want to keep that in, he wanted to answer to that. So there it is. Michael Jordan has final cut power, right? He he. It's when that happens, you're not getting a documentary. And here's here's my 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 big deal about it is because. This has become a really big thing for Michael Jordan and for ESPN, right? If ESPN promotes this as a 10-episode retrospective on the career of Michael Jordan, are they getting the eyeballs? Are they getting six, seven, eight million people to watch this? No, they're not. We're not. They're not getting that. They're 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 getting like it's a thirty for thirty, like Alex Smith, or like Project Eleven was on Friday night, which was a big deal, but it was a story for a day or two, and then we move on. Mm-hmm. It, but this was promoted as a documentary, which is the hot thing right now. Documentaries are hot. People like seeing documentaries, but it's not a documentary if you have the subject of it with creative control. Then it becomes a biography or a biopic. That's what this is. So ESPN is benefiting from selling this as something it's not also you are benefiting from how you sold it to get the hundreds of interviews because you know what, what have we heard the whole time over a hundred people were interviewed for this uh documentary on uh, on on last dance oh okay how many people are saying yes if they're being called to say hey uh we're doing this 10 hour retrospective on michael jordan's career can we sit down with you on this for a few minutes how many people are saying yes to that not nearly a hundred over a hundred people are sitting down. They're saying like John Stockton did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to do a Jordan puff piece because he saw what it was going to be. They're looking back at Michael Jordan's career. So now for Jordan, he's not nearly getting that kind of notoriety as, as far as people sitting down wanting to talk about it. Jordan was calling people to say, can you sit down on, on this story? Why does Jordan care so much? If this is a look back last dance, do your interview and let it be done. No, no, no. I want to control this because I want people to see and remember what a big star I was, which is why he is doing this. Are we getting truthful things about Jordan? Yeah, absolutely. Are we getting good stories? Yes. Are we getting stories how I remember them? Are we getting new things that are being unearthed? Yes. But are we getting a true image of, of what Jordan's career was and what the last dance was? No, we're not. Not. Because anybody that has that kind of power over what the output is, it's not a documentary. And I'm going to go back to, because this this is the first bit of clue you should have known about it, is when did the Jordan stuff really start to take off, right? Because the first week with Last Dance, hey, there was a lot of... Uh, attention on it there was a lot of interest in it the first two episodes aired it's oh my goodness jerry krauss is the villain jordan uh, and phil jackson was being pushed out no matter what and there was a lot of interest because hey we look forward to that but normally you see things kind of drop off all right we saw the first episode but things kind of but it's not the jordan thing became a big deal and the second episode, or the, the second week, the third episode, was all about the feud with the bad boys, with the 80s, late 80s Pistons, and how they wouldn't shake Jordan and his teammates' hands when they left the court after finally the Bulls were able to beat them in the playoffs when they had lost them the previous two times. And what was not in it? The quote where Jordan said the bad boys are bad for basketball, and when he criticized them because that's what the Pistons said, why they wouldn't shake their hands at the end. You want to rip us and say we're bad for basketball? We're not going to do it. Was that featured in there? No. We just got the story around. 
around it. So why would that not be in there? That should that should be easily in something. If you're doing a documentary, that was it. But it wasn't. Why? Because Jordan kind of has control over it. Not saying he didn't allow it to be put in there, but that was something that he would have looked bad and the, the rest of the team would have looked bad. But instead, here you have this and then you have the final say, you know, Jordan being able to answer what Isaiah Thomas is able to say about his relationship with Jordan. Now, Thomas is playing defense the last week because he winds up looking bad because Jordan has last last say and he has last cut and he went and they talked to him about it after they talked to Isaiah Thomas. So that's my whole point is that it's great. It's entertaining. It's fun. We're getting stories, all these things. But just the fact that we were sold it was this product when really it was done that way so ESPN could benefit and Michael Jordan could benefit. We're not seeing a documentary. We're seeing a biography. So just as long as people are okay with that and get that we're not getting Tiger King, we're not getting 100% truth, we're getting a version of it. That's all I want people to know about it. But even that, Tiger King, I mean, have you sat down and watched Joe Exotic and Company? It's not a documentary. I mean, and all documentaries come from somebody's point of view. Right, but 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 it's but it's the the films, but it's the filmmakers who are making it. They're the ones putting it together, and they and for it to be a documentary, you're putting it together without input from the subjects you're interviewing. But in the end, you're you're still saying this is the the events as they transpired, and here's some people, you know, waxing poetically on it. You know, the documentary side. Look, I I didn't have to pony up money for a thirty second ad spot. So as soon as one of those people that came up with the Jordan stuff is mad about what was they were sold a bill of goods, then I guess we can care. In the interim, you know, as soon as you, you found out Jordan, even before this interview on Dan Patrick's show, even before that, we knew Jordan had to sign off for them to have access during his final year, to have those people around them all the time. So uh, you've already compromised it to that degree, right? I mean, there's there's one point where they're sitting drinking beers after a game and Scotty gets all nervous, Harper laughs, and Jordan <laughs> continues to drink the beer. It's like, ah, oh, maybe we shouldn't record that. I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, and as we talked to Dan Wojcicki last night, maybe the next couple episodes, people get mad. You know, to your point about the they're bad for basketball, I thought it was soft to not leave that quote in because they were for <laughs> fat categorically. It was a bad brand of basketball. It was not pretty. It was winning. It was effective. But was it what the NBA could really sell to the masses? And I think that was more Jordan's point of, yeah, other than me getting my my ass handed to me and knocked down every time I go into the lane. Uh, you know, it's also just it's aesthetically not pleasing, right? The same th- criticisms we had later on a team they'll never do a documentary of, the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, boy. So, not even in San Antonio will they right? do that. I mean, you might get a little, hey, where are they now? And, <laughs> hey, they come and they wave and whatever. But nobody's sitting through all that again. It's not pretty. You know, there wasn't the spectacular move, you know, by Michael Jordan and things of that nature to work with. And, and it takes nothing away from Isaiah Thomas's career. I will say this. The fact that we've not talked to Isaiah Thomas, B.J. Armstrong, or Penny Hardaway at this point is, is really nothing short of amazing. I think they're just hanging on the line waiting uh, at that point with all the press they've done around uh, the, these events of the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, the, the documentary tag, you know, take your clinical definition. It, like everything, it starts to evolve and mutate. And in this case, Michael Jordan's telling his story. We'll be, I'll be curious to see in the end, right? This was the first real criticism week between gambling that people got all in a bunch about 
I shrug, you know, for the actual betting of it, the father's murder. Now that that's that I'd like to explore some more slim bowler. I mean, that cool uh, court drawing with him at his golf clubs right behind him while he's, you know, in, in the courthouse. I mean, there's questions to be asked about all that. Uh, and certainly more, more to go from that. Uh, and, you know, for, for Michael Jordan, I mean, there, there's questions. The, you know, Republicans wear sneakers too. I guess you could still be outraged at what he said there. And maybe there's a further investigation, but how deep are you going to be able to go again, owing to the, a, you've already got 10 hours that you're feeding, right? Remember that Mm -hmm. you're at 10 hours without doing deep dives on any of that stuff. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Just no, just call it the right thing. I, it's it's great. It's a lot of fun. Just make sure you know what you're watching. Well, didn't I call it the world according to Michael Jordan a week ago? Because I, I, I think people are starting to come around to that way of thinking, too. We got more coming up in 90, including who could be on his way back into the National Football League. Yeah, I'm so excited. No, no, no. It's not Tim Tebow. I'm very, very excited about He's it. He's retired once. He's retired twice, and now he may be coming back. Find out in 90, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Marshawn Lynch could be on his way back to the NFL. Hey, speaking with the Seahawks about returning. And boy, do we have a guest coming up to talk about this coming up in about 45 minutes. But... Marshawn Lynch speaking with the Seahawks about potentially returning to play for them. Now, Seahawks, yeah. they have a couple of good running backs, younger, but they both got hurt last year. And what was Seattle going to do? They call up Marshawn Lynch. He comes out of another retirement and plays as well as you can expect him to play. He scored four touchdowns, but really didn't carry the ball a ton. He was there more for a lift, a presence to say, listen, the season's not over. Let's still do stuff. I've done great things with you guys. And. That you know he was he was a great boost when Seattle's looking at boy or you know our, our top two guys are both out we're in a lot lot of trouble uh, and now Marshawn Lynch is talking about potentially coming back if he does come back he's a locker room guy he's a short yardage guy uh, he's someone who will fit in very he'll do he's not going to play special teams obviously but he'll be that third running back they can carry that they carry for reasons and intangibles and that's going to be Marshawn Lynch's role with the Seahawks but th- this is where he's different than just about anybody else because if you see a guy who is trying to come back to the NFL after retiring twice cuz Marshawn Lynch retired retired came back retired came back now potentially could be coming back again Anybody else, Mike, I would say, boy, this guy's ruining his first retirement. He could have got paid, could have signed a, a bigger contract, you know, three years ago and, and gotten more money and still be playing in the NFL and have to worry about coming out of retirement. And maybe he's got a bigger role with his team than, than he would trying to come back. But Marshawn Lynch, I don't think he really cares. I don't. He just doesn't care. I'll play football. I won't play football. I'll do a movie. I won't do a movie. I'll hang out. I won't hang out. Like the last few days, he's been giving out uh, free COVID masks. You know, in 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 and around the the greater Oakland area. I just. uh, It comes to the NFL. I don't think he cares. Like I could play. I could not play. I really don't care. And for many people, that's their angle. I could. It makes it look like I don't care, but I really do care. But no, really, Marshawn Lynch. I don't think cares. He could play or not. It doesn't matter. 
I think he likes the camaraderie, the competition, what comes with it, right, to have his voice, you know, have that extra megaphone effect that rolls on. But could he walk away and be just as happy? Sure. We see him do a lot of great things in the Bay Area, as you mentioned, running around on his little whatever, little little go-kart or whatever you want to call that thing and handing out masks as he's driving around the city. Uh, some great stuff. And, and obviously he's an outspoken guy, um, has saved all his money, because that's the other part is we never know the finances uh-huh. uh, of where guys are and what compels them to continue playing or if they've tried to step out to come back into a game. Uh, Because certainly we know plenty of athletes. I mean, there's been plenty of documentaries uh, of where money gets sucked up. That's athletes, entertainers, anybody that has that that flash of a couple of years of high pay that dissipates just as fast as it came. But for Marshawn Lynch, it doesn't seem like any of those are the concerns. Maybe he wants to win one more. Maybe he wants the ball at the one. I don't know. Maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part. But a guy, if he's still got something left in the tank, let's let's see what it is. I mean, when he played in 2018 with Oakland in a bad system and a bad offensive line in limited action, still averaged 4.2 a carry, could still run between the tackles as best we've seen. Let's see it go again. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios. I mean, I'm sure. And he's a fun guy. He's a fun dude. He's like the guy in high school that you hung out with a few times, and and after a while you think, oh, whatever happened to him? And you find out he's living abroad somewhere, and he's either a scientist or he's living in a commune, or he's just doing something really off the beaten path, and you go, oh, that guy was fun. Yeah, I wonder what happened to him. was never really close with him, but he was cool, and, and just somebody that made you happy to be around. I mean, that's that's Marshawn Lynch. Found some of your old colleagues in uh, communes now, did you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, you know, somebody doing something a little bit different is, is all I'm saying. Oh, okay. I mean, just making you know, sure. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if you're a commune person, life on a commune is great. Hey, free loving, right? You make your own make your own uh, uh, vegetables, right? And I think you sure. can. Uh, I think dating is pretty easy on a commune. I would say. Is it dating? I, I well, yeah. Are we stretching maybe the term a little I, bit, kind of like the stretching of the term documentary. Yeah, maybe. because you know we're not in the slide over baby hour yet, so I would say dating. I would say sure. And dating can take on many different forms, many different forms. How many? No question. Oh, uh, let Mike Fra- Mike Francesa can tell us right how many forms dating can can uh, take. One. Two, okay, yeah. three, yeah. four, yeah. five, six, yeah. seven, oh, yeah, eight, yeah. Yeah. nine, ten, okay. eleven, twelve, right. thirteen. Right. So there's a lot. 15, 15, there's a lot. 16, 17, uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, a different take on the biggest NFL story of the day. This is Fox Sports Radio. 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. 39, 40, 40, 41. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Fox Sports Radio. I had to wait for Oye Komova to come in before I started talking. Oh, I would have Yeah, of course. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And the biggest story in the NFL today, Frank Gore will continue on, finish his NFL career with the New York Jets. Going there for a year, and as I've said many times, 
Nothing has been able to stop Frank Gore. Going to be 37 years old, running the football in the NFL. Except the Jets will do it because it's what the Jets do. They will end his career. He will say, what am I doing? Why am I here? Uh, this did not go how I thought. It's time for me to hang it up. The Jets wow, will end his career. an existential crisis is going to be <laughs> started by the Jets. They'll end it because that's what the Jets do. The Jets end careers that way. They will do it. But this is not so much as all about Frank Gore as it is about Le'Veon Bell. Because anytime the Jets make a move something involving a running back or offense, why does Adam Gase hate Le'Veon Bell, right? And, and and we've heard this story so many times. The Jets actually did give Le'Veon Bell the football a lot last year. They just gave it to him at very odd times and not when they should have because Adam Gase is one of those head coaches who, if I'm not winning by throwing the football, I'm not a genius. So I'm not going to do that. I mean, that's really what Adam Gase is. But we told you at the time, Le'Veon Bell's holdout, is not going to go and result in what he wanted it to result in. And as time goes on, his holdout will be looked at much differently after he retires. All right, What did Le'Veon Bell do? People say he made the smart choice by sitting out an entire year. No, he didn't make the smart choice. He made the safe choice because he could have played that entire year, made $14 million. But he didn't. He wanted to sit out because he wanted a big contract. Well, that $14 million wasn't coming back. He would get a contract the next year from the Jets, averaging $13.5 million for the next couple of years. So this is what Le'Veon Bell's got for last year and this year. Now remember, there's $13, $14 million not coming back because he yep. decided to not play. Now had he gotten hurt and missed a season? That's what it was, but that's why it was the safe choice. You can't say it was a smart choice because he could have played and made $14 million and had a big year. He could have had a big year and gotten a bigger contract instead of the two-year deal that basically he signed with the Jets. And now you have Le'Veon Bell coming off a year last year in which he couldn't run the ball very well. Look, the Jets' offensive line was terrible, but he wore down the end of the year. He's coming off his worst year in the NFL. Who's going to really pay Le'Veon Bell coming off of this year? Who's going to pay him? Even if he has a good year, what's a good year going to look like in an Adam Gase offense? He's not going to run for 1,500 yards. He's not going to get the ball that much. All right, He's, He'll be someone that hopefully will have a better year statistically than he did last year, but being 29 years old, is he going to get a lot of money? No, he's not. And so at the end of his career, we're going to look back and go, man, that holdout really screwed him out of who knows how many millions of dollars. It's already 13 or $14 million, and now it's whatever he's not going to get because the Jets would love to trade him, right? They actually, you know, there was rumors that they were looking into potentially moving him, but what, what, what's been the big thing? No one wants his contract. This is a guy who was the best running back in the NFL up until a year ago. Nobody wants his contract. He's owed like $8.5 million now for the rest of this year. When you can't trade late Le'Veon Bell's contract with a year left on it, what does it tell you about how, what people think and what they want for Le'Veon Bell? We're going to look back at it because you can only look back with more clarity as time goes on, but I'm telling you right now, Le'Veon Bell and his career, you're going to say, man, he made he stood up for what he believed in, which is a big long-term deal, but how many millions of dollars did he give away because that's what he did. He chose to sit out that season and everything that happened after that. The Jets, the only team that wanted to give him money. Nobody else really wanted to pay him. So I go here for two years. I give away way two years of my prime and now I'm not going to get paid again no and that's the the biggest part is that you play those years in Pittsburgh you give your body up and then you you tap out as you said that was my argument the whole time it's like you gave up 13 million dollars right anybody saying 
you know, that it was the the smart move. That's a year of football and the stats he was compiling, the growth in his game. I mean, look at the, the last year in Pittsburgh, 85 receptions, and that had been, you know, that's the, the highest of his career. He had 83 back in 2014. This guy was your, you know, all threat back. And then he goes, well, to the Jets as you've described them as a place where people go to die uh, and careers go to die. And, you know, missing that season became a, a question of, all right, fighting over money. As soon as we sign him, how quickly is he coming back to the, to the table, trying to renegotiate and, you know, the, the love of football and, and buy in at that point with the amount of abuse his body had entailed as well. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at swollen dome. I'm telling you, as time goes on, you're going to see how much money, that he missed out on because he decided to hold out and not play a year. Uh, Coming up next, July 1st is suddenly becoming a very big date in sports. We'll get into it, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Hour three of the program. Hope you had a wonderful Cinco de Mayo, Taco Tuesday, everything on the same day. Well, I'm just saying, you know, most of it is done, so people have experienced it more than they have yet to experience it. But have you ever been experienced? Have you? I mean, look, we've had a good, let's see, uh, 21 hours of it so far. You got some tequila going there in the studio? No, no, I wish. I wish. No, when, we, when I go to the liquor store, it's just for soda. It's just, Although, I got to say, you know, you know the thing tonight, I thought this was very ironic. So, going up to the liquor store, you know, now you have to go in wearing wearing masks all the time. You know, you can't, you can't go into a store and buy anything without a mask. So, I have my mask on, I go in. And I go in and I get a couple of drinks and I get some ice cream. And, you know, I'm coming out, I'm waiting in line. And there's a guy in front of me and he's got the mask on and he's, you know, and he's buying cigarettes. And I go, it's a, it's a little ironic, isn't it? You know, the, guy, the guy's got a mask on. I don't want to go, but I'm going to buy cigarettes. So that, that's what I'm going to get in his car and he is going to smoke like a Because <laughs> in theory, this should be the one. That, uh, you know, the the pandemic should be the thing maybe to curb a little bit of the cigarette use. I don't know. Maybe people go back to chew. Yeah, you would think. Oh, but I hope not. I mean, people just <laughs> spitting all over the place. But, nah, but I mean, they're outlawing that. I mean, even yeah. in the baseball league we were watching last night, there is no spitting, man. No spitting. No, no, no. And hey, and there's another game coming up in an hour, right? I can't wait. I think there's a, there's a Korean baseball game. Every night for the foreseeable future. I mean, I'm, I'm not being facetious. I, I really think there's a late night game every night for at least like the next week, right? I think it's. I think Isn't it's that about how it goes? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get. We're gonna get. Hopefully, there's no rain delay like no, there was last up night. About it. They also had a fire. Mm, that's right. They did. We were off the air. Yeah, we were, yeah. we'd gotten off the air yeah. by that point, but yeah. you know, all of a sudden it became a whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah. So waiting for the locusts or the uh, the murder hornets to show up next because <laughs> things come in threes. But you know, the game proceeded, and I think you had a no hitter go through six. Yeah. I I, I passed out at some point. Oh, uh, really? You were the guy that would stay up late to watch the end of it. You always say, "I don't go to bed until five o'clock in the morning. I just can't sleep, so I'm up all the time." 
I well, I mean, I, I p- then pass out like once or twice a week to where <laughs> I don't have the control of of trying to to fight off sleep. It just comes and grabs me. You're like Mr. Bean from Rat Race. Just I'm just I'm just gonna fall asleep at a moment's notice. I'm just, I almost don't know when it's gonna be. Right I can do here. it. I, you know, I was flipping through uh, movies to put on, and Rat Race did scroll across. I settled on Final Destination. Oh, I don't know why why I would do such Final thing, Destination. Oh, that's where uh, Sean William Scott says, "Am I ever gonna see the Jets win the Super?" Bowl, and that, that's his big line from uh, Final Destination. It is a big line for him. Yeah, uh, I, I saw him out there. He was dressed like he was uh, hip-hop John Cena. <laughs> well, back then he would be like, oh, is he K-Fed? It wouldn't be hip-hop John Cena. Oh, because remember, back then, that was when Kevin Federline was a guy that we actually talked about. Yeah, well, that's the first time his name's been mentioned in national radio <laughs> for a while. Good for him. Hey, you saw Britney Spears last week. Uh, you know, as you said, Candles burnt down her uh, her home workout studio. Yeah, bad I don't job know. by her. I don't know about that. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying that. All right, you can build a new one. I'm not buying that. Come I turned bigger, that. Faster, I lit stronger. candles in my gym in my home gym, but then she was walking by the door and whoosh, it was in flames. So you, you let candles in the Maybe gym. you knocked one over. You, but no, 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 no. But she said, I was walking by the door. So that means you lit candles in the gym, left for however long, and then forgot because you walked by the door and the candles apparently burned so much that they then burned down the gym. Maybe she forgot to put them out. Maybe she had to, uh, had to you know, retain someone to do that for her and put those out. Oh, well, she is rich oh. enough to have somebody to do that. Oh, you did it. What do you do? I'm a candle putter-outer. That's what I candle do. Candle snuffer. I'm a, oh, oh, that's a better. That's that was a better, the line when you were an yeah. altar boy. Hey, don't forget to snuff the candles. Yeah, you're a candle snuffer. No, I like that. That's, that's much better than candle snuffer-outer. Candle snuffer is pretty good. Yeah, add the outer. It just sounds weird. I'm a candle, candle snuffer. snuffer. Oh, what do you do? I snuff candles. Uh, like a hitman on candles. <laughs> that sounds like a like a kid's television show. But he's a hitman, but he only does is blow out candles. Oh, you can watch that. Go ahead. I don't care. How many episodes on Netflix? Yeah, stream it. Yeah, yeah binge watch it. The whole thing. All you got right there. But see, the candle was a, a euphemism for the light of their life. Mm. The hitman, the snuffer. See, I see it more as like a show that gets kids, you know, when they're not ready for certain movies. Oh, no, you're ready. That one's rated R. That's, you know, got a lot of violence in it. That's a, you're not quite ready for the John Wick movies, but instead you can watch this. There's a wick in it. It's a candle wick and the person is snuffing out candles and they get used to seeing it and the violence on screen with the people. Does this mean that Snuffleupagus was leading a double life this whole time on Sesame Street? Why do you got to talk like that? Why do you got to Snuffleupagus? Why are you talking like that? I don't understand. You Why you had to go into folks. the Chicago accent That's and go? Right. He's Snuffleupagus living a desire. Taking care life. of people on the south side of Chicago. I, I don't get it. I don't get why you said it like that, my friend. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, July first is starting to become a very big day, at least in the lexicon of. Rumors as to when baseball might start again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor Plouffe, Phil Hughes, two uh, MLBers, uh, put Hughes, out man. put out on Twitter yesterday that they were hearing that around June 10th or so is going to be the beginning of the new spring training, with July 1st being a date in which the Major League Baseball season would launch. And Plouffe had it, and then Phil Hughes had it and said, "Hey, you heard it here first. If you want to use me as a source, great." And there's a couple of other stories out there uh, that again looked at July 1st. A couple other insiders had that. Well, 
Some water was poured on that by MLB insider Keith Law, a couple other insiders who said, look, baseball is still looking at potentially doing something in July, but there's been no discussion of we're going to have spring training this date, and we're going to have July 1st be the beginning of the regular season, we're going to play in our home cities. Uh, you know, There's been no talk about that. Yeah, Law just seemed angry about it. He well, needs a hug, man. Keith, uh, Keith Law used to come on my show all the time on right. ESPN, and then he got mad one night and, and didn't come on again. And that was the end of that. Either it was way, insane. He, he came off as very angry as these reports. It, it was like, it, it was, calm down. It's just a report. You can yeah. say you don't agree with it. You've got other sources, whatever it is. Just, just, just relax. Yeah, he he used to come on my show all the time, and we used to talk about stuff off the air, and and we got along really well. And he came on the show one night, and we talked about something. And this is when I was on late on all night, and when I was on overnight. So we taped the interview, or he came on live in the beginning of the show, and then we wanted to play it back later because he was really good. We had a great disagreement on a big baseball topic. So you know, we we, we play it back in the, the the last hour of the show, and you know, say goodbye to Keith. Obviously, and he's not there. And I say, all right, well, here's why I disagree with Keith Moore, and I go on, blah 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 blah. Well, apparently, people on Twitter thought, oh, what well, Jason just hung up on Keith and and Keith didn't get a chance to talk and Jason just ripped him. So, of course, because this is, you know, a thing to do, people just listen to what people on Twitter say. And so he was really mad and he called up my boss and I don't want to come on the show anymore because uh, Jason, I, I heard he did this. And and my boss was like, what do you mean you heard he did this? Like I heard he was he was saying things about me. He shouldn't, you know, he was making fun of my point. And she said, no, I listened to it and, and she's a really good boss. She's very happy at ESPN now. And she was a really good boss. She goes, no, I listened to it. It was fine. He went on with the point. You know, this was the second time we played it. This when we played it back, and you weren't there. And he went on to make his point. I could play it back for you. He said, no, 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 I just don't want to do it anymore. And that was it. And that became the, that, that was it. He was never on the show again after that. And I said, what the hell, man? What the hell was that? I mean, how do you, what, 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 what could he possibly be mad about? But this is what, ha- and this is not the first time where things have happened where I have seen relationships at work either get <laughs> ruined or affected because somebody says, oh, people on Twitter were saying this. I mean, there's people I don't talk to anymore because they want to cite things like that. Go, oh, people on Twitter, okay, okay, that's fine. You know, if, if, if you really want to be beholden to what, you know, uh, uh, big egghead four five seven six wanted to say about you on Twitter, or Elway's Roland wanted to say about your point, and you don't want to talk to. It, by all means, go ahead, do it. If you want to be beholden to the people on Twitter who you don't know, rather than people you work with, that's absolutely fine. And that was that case, and I was I was stunned. I was like, how does that work? How does yeah, that we've work? We've had a couple of strange ones that oh, way in our time, man. And you and you know and you know the the thing honestly is that. I was worried about that because it was going to be a case of, oh, it's going to get back to one of my superiors. Keith Law doesn't want to be on Jason's show anymore. Something happened. And he was, and, and our boss, who was ter- he was the worst boss in the world. He was awful. Thank God he's not running. Look, I have friends at ESPN Radio now that I really like, that I've liked for a long Thank God this guy isn't running ESPN Radio anymore because he was so awful. And I knew it's going to get back to him, and he's not going to want to look into it. And he's going to go, oh, Jason must be a problem. Because, you know, so-and-so doesn't want to be on the show. And he was never going to look into it or ask what happened. And it was that was, the, that was what the atmosphere was like. And it was it, at that point, I remember being something that, here's something that shouldn't even be a thing, and this is going to be something that, that hurts my reputation to ESPN. 
for, for no reason other than the fact that we have a bad boss and this is not going to get taken care of, and that's how that's going to go. The old rule of thumb. I brought this up with Isaiah Thomas. I bring it again, right? Office politics becomes a pain in the neck, and you know you're in the game. You Mm. may not want to play it. Mm. You may not want to play it. Then you just become a pawn. So you always got to know where, which way the wind is blowing, right? I mean, that, and that was Isaiah Thomas, right? He stirred up a lot of stuff, didn't recognize that he messed with the power players when it came to the Olympics, which I don't care if it was one, two. Wilbon was apologizing because he had said nine. It didn't need to be nine. It needed to be one. That's all that mattered to keep you off because mm-hmm. you got to know the game you're playing in. Likewise, in each and every one of our workplaces and all of those across the great nation, thanks for listening in. Uh, <laughs> just recognize you're, you're part of that as well, folks. Yeah, so look, that was a nice little aside to, to take on, on that story. Just very weird because Keith Law was one of the – look, Keith is a really smart dude, and he knows – I mean, obviously he's covered the game for a long time. He knows all the players coming up. He was an awesome guy. It was just – I can't believe it happened, and that that's the way it ended that way. But to get back to the, to the situation with baseball about how July 1st is being looked at, there's going to be a couple of big days on the sports calendar. And July 1st is around... It's not it's not one of the biggest days but it's when you can start potentially seeing something happen. Right? Cuz I I think once you get through we get through May, we get through June, once you get into July is when you could start seeing sporting events come back and and sports come back in a more regular basis. You know, we have NASCAR that's going to come back and golf is going to try to come back before that. But once you get in July, we're going into, okay, is this a sweet spot now for baseball, for basketball, for hockey, for the MLS, whatever it is. But the main dates that you really have to concern yourself with that we know, like July 1st is kind of a nice date for action, but the main dates are this. The first date is May 15th. And it's coming up pretty soon. It's coming up in 10 days because this is going to be the date. A majority of states have the social distancing, self-quarantine rules in place through. And then May 15th, we're going to get a decision on whether or not states are going to open up further or whether or not we're going to continue to self-quarantine because there's been another rise in coronavirus cases. Some states are opening up now. And you know, look, I think it's too early. I think it's way too early, but some states just can't help it and we got to do it. Um, but May 15th is a big day because a lot of states have extended all the the social distancing and self-quarantine rules through that. So if we get something favorable on May 15th, whereas, hey, we've had coronavirus cases go down, we've had uh, a, a, a tapering off, or we've had something else happen that is favorable, then I can see things opening up to where, hey, hey, suddenly that sweet spot of June, of July is working out because once you once we open things up May 15th, you need some time after that, then you got to put plans in place. So May 15th is a big date. The other date and we mentioned this last night is going to be middle of October because the NFL who has not paused at all during the coronavirus outbreak, they have run business as usual. They are not saying we could start mid October if we have to unless that's the plan. Is to play from mid-October through the end of February, no buys, no Pro Bowl, and the Super Bowl's the end of February. The NFL's not paused at all. They don't need to pause right now. But the fact they are saying, hey, we got a plan in place for mid-October, no, that's the NFL's real plan. It's the only time they've ever said something that's not full steam ahead, business as usual, which tells me middle of October is going to be what they see their business as usual for this fall. They want to come back with fans. 
Right? There's no way the NFL wants to come back without fans. Other sport, baseball, they realize we're coming back without fans. NBA, we're coming back without fans. Hockey, same way. MLS, they have more of their season to go, so maybe at the end of the year. But those sports, no fans. Football is saying we're coming back here because we're coming back with fans. So that October 15th is that sweet spot for where, hey, this is where the NFL is going to play, and this is where maybe we could start seeing fans at games. So those are the dates to really look out for. May 15th, that little bit of sweet spot July 1st, but more so when you get to October 15th. Those are the three big dates. Yeah, I mean, we, we looked at it, and we were watching the game last night. We'll watch it again very late this morning, the Korean League, uh, with the cardboard cutouts. I want to know what it's going to cost to be one of those cardboard cutouts and put the Jason Smith with Mike, Sh- Mike Harmon show brand on those. And I get to be the one banging the drum, not you. Uh, but May 15th, it's huge. And, and this is where it gets to be a difficult proposition in deciding how you're measuring things, right? From overall cases, well, more testing equals more positive results, right? That's just the way the way it works at this point. So on Friday, you see a lot of states looking to go to the next phase here in California even, while there's still some... I guess levity and reading off the list of what's allowed, uh, it's still a step forward in California, which is a far departure than any of the press conferences they had last Thursday or Friday. Uh, the July 1st date, yeah, gives you plenty of time. Get get a pitching and throwing schedule back so that pitchers aren't at a huge disadvantage when you would get baseball rolling, whether it's July 1st or July 4th, to make it the All-American Day on a whole other level. Uh, the October 15th, Wall Street, uh, what a business journal report was that that was the case. They haven't spoke, spoken publicly to that, but certainly that's the, the on the wind and, and giving you alternatives. And, yeah, I mean, you got to have these these benchmarks and watch how people react. And we've seen some ugly scenes across the country, but we've seen a lot of good people going out and doing their things, getting out a little more uh, and enjoying the fresh air as temperatures rise up. But, you know, we're still waiting on more official words. I mean, the NBA suddenly has gone silent. Remember, they were throwing stuff up against the wall on a daily basis, and suddenly that got quiet. So curious to see. Uh, But over the weekend, we should probably have some better information uh, and some more tipping points as to where we're headed. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Again, those are your three times dates, May 15th, early July, middle of October. Those are your big dates on the calendar right now. Coming up next, someone could be on their way back to the NFL, and we have a very special guest to help us break it down. I'm sure he will insult us at least three times during the interview. I'm very, very excited said, about no, it. Come on, Timo's not insulting anybody. I'm so excited. Uh, That's coming up next right here on Fox. I love it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today there used to be a great Bengal song that went along with this. Hang on, let me remember. Hang on. One, two, One, two three, three, four, four five. five. We're the Cincinnati Bengals and we're barely alive because we can't do anything we try. Gotta wonder whether we could beat Molar High from Achille. Oh. Kajana, Jeff, and Carl on down. We can beat any middle school in this town. Every Sunday we suck, but somehow we get through it. In case you wonder, here's how we do it. Oh, I remember that song. I still remember that song. It's like 15 years old, that song. It that mentions was... Carl Pickens and Achilles Smith and Kajana Carter. Wow. Who? That's oh, that... a very short window to write a song because they didn't play a lot of games. Well, so was so was Lou Bega. I mean, how, how long? <laughs> he wasn't popular for very long. One. Well, and... they keep bringing this back every couple of years for, like, some kind of product. Uh, true. Yes, it did have a bit of a comeback this year on television. Yes, it did. Yeah. So take those checks while they come, man. Invest wisely. Joining us now on the hotline, a man who began his career as a swing dance instructor. Wow. And then made the mid 
career change. And now he is known as Mr. Seattle. Dave Softy Mailer, you can follow him on Twitter at Softy KJR. That's at Softy KJR. Listen to him weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m., 9.50 KJR in Seattle. Softy, what's happening, man? You know, speaking of the uh, Lou Bega Bengals parody that you were mentioning right there, uh, back in the day, uh, the song Chaka Khan uh, was made into uh, a Chuck Knox parody in Seattle. <laughs> a Chuck Knox. A Chuck Knox. Wow. Yeah. And it's like 40 years ago. You oh know, Ghostbusters God. was Raider Busters, Bronco uh-huh. Busters in Seattle, but the Chuck Knox parody was awesome. Was Chuck and, did it go like Chuck and Knox? Let me run the football for three yards, Chuck and Knox. Let me call well, another running that's play. That's the thing is that in in, uh, in eighty four, Kurt Warner got hurt and uh, um, ground Chuck became Aaron Knox. Yes, he that's had no right. choice because yeah. Kurt went down and they went twelve and four and they won the uh, AFC West and went to the playoffs. So Chuck and Knox showing his versatility back in the day. I I would think that a big time elite radio superstar like yourself would have known that little factoid. Uh, well, well, but me- I guess. It's not. No, let me tell Was that the game they beat Miami in the playoffs and went into Miami? That was 83. They beat oh, them in 83 okay. when they were 9-7, and seven, lost in 84 when they were 12-4. and four. Oh, okay. All right. But that's good. I'll, I'll give you partial credit for that because <laughs> you knew there was a win against the Dolphins. <laughs> there you yeah. Have. yeah. Yeah. I remember because my, you know, I remember because I remember watching the game, going, I can't believe they're winning this game. My grandfather comes home from work. What's the score? What you know? This is eighty three. You know, eighty three. What's the yeah. score? Pop. Seattle's been. I was so happy because you know I hated the Dolphins because you know Jet fan. I said, Pop. Miami's losing. He goes, Ah, oh, crap. What he goes? Ah, oh, I bet fifty bucks on. I can't believe they're losing. I said, Oh, okay. And then I hear my grandmother go, Did you say you bet fifty dollars yeah. on a football game? And that was About it. Fifty bucks back then was like five hundred now. Yeah. It was- <laughs> that's a that's a pretty solid investment, my grandpa. Grand, grandpa might have yeah. some uh, Michael Jordan like yeah. tendencies and, going and, on. And, you know, it's not like he was he was running his own business. He was a hairdresser, so it's, it's yeah. not like you know. It's well, not like grandpa, he... <laughs> grandpa took your bar mitzvah bonds and bled it on the Dolphins and and and, uh, and, and lost. Oh, I thought Marino would get it done. Apparently, yeah. he didn't. <laughs> grandpa was running making book at the, at the place of business. That's yeah. why he was late on a Sunday. His rookie year, and then Daniel, old Danny Marino, went to the. Super Bowl the next year in his yeah. second year, and that was all she wrote for old Danny Marino. Yeah. Instead, he ended up making freaking terrible movies with Jim Carrey. <laughs> wow, that that is a hot Boom, take. That's you are, awesome. You are not a fan of really? I cannot believe well, it because it's a funny movie. You know, I just I just can't get over the plunging himself in the mouth scene after he found out that um, Finkel and Einhorn were the same person. Sure. I mean, it's just oh, it's so gross. It's just so gross. Finkel I'm just is scarred Einhorn. by that. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel's a man. Ah! Uh, <laughs> and you can't do that now. No, no, that's tough. It's tough can't now. Can't do things like that in 2020. No way, man. Uh, hey, so uh, that was not your reaction when you found out Marshawn Lynch could be coming back to the Seahawks? Uh, yeah, Marshawn Lynch coming back to the Seahawks. Why? Because Marshawn Lynch says he's coming back to the Seahawks or Pete Carroll and John Schneider say he's coming back to the Seahawks. Look, Marshawn Lynch going on Scott Van Pelt last night saying his agent is having talks with the Seahawks could mean Doug Hendrickson has sent a text to John Schneider saying, hey, bro, what do you think about Marshawn coming back for one more year? And John gets back to Doug and says, talk later. And that was it. That was all. So who, <laughs> who knows how long those conversations lasted? Who 
knows how far they've gone. But I would be very curious to see if the Seahawks share the same enthusiasm to bring Marshawn back as he showed last night on TV. That was a pretty good John Schneider impression. Talk later. I like it. He is totally chill. He's the freaking dopest GM in the NFL, this guy. (laughs) Seriously, he's so cool. Did you see the picture of him wearing the WWE championship belt in the Seahawks locker room after the Super Bowl against the, against the, uh, the Broncos? Well, he's one of the guys that really took that to the next level. That became commonplace. Yeah, look up John Schneider wrestling belt. And, and, yeah, no, no, and, I remember because he had the big pendant he was wearing, yeah. whatever it was, well, around his neck. I'm saying it for your purposes. I'm saying it for your audience purposes. Yeah, Don't you the, care about anybody else besides yourself? Listen, no. the, audience, the audience knows you through me. If I say yeah. you're cool, then you're cool. If yeah, I say I, you're not cool, then it's not happening. I am totally not cool. And you know what? Proof positive, example 1A, I'm doing this radio show. <laughs> Well, hey, the first time you came on to do a show with us, you weren't wearing pants. So at nah, least if that you was like pa- the fifth time I came on with you, and I'm still not wearing pants. Oh, well, okay. I can't Especially afford now. pants, man. I'm doing a radio show in the uh, in the era of COVID-19 during a pandemic. I had to pick between pants and socks. I chose socks. Oh, man. I'll t- I, sometimes I'll go two days without wearing socks. You know what? Uh, that visual is one that I just don't want to know. Oh, no, I got good-looking feet. I mean, <laughs> I do. I could, no, I got good-looking feet. I got feet that could be in magazines. I mean, seriously, I got good-looking feet. feel sick. Yeah, no, no, oh, I'm really, God, really. What the hell? What's going on, man? Re- Re- what do you want yeah, from me? E- even Rex couldn't get on board that one. Hey, uh, Jadavion Clowney, when's he resigning? Yeah, never mind all that stuff. Why were you complaining about the last dance on Twitter yesterday? <laughs> oh, you want to get? Oh, yeah, because you got. Yeah, you got back what to me. What was your problem? No, I'm, I'm not complaining about the last dance. The last dance is fun. Everything yeah. is great on it, but yeah. it's really not a documentary. We're getting Michael Jordan's life story, right. and it, we're being sold through the the prism of it's a documentary, and it's not. And my what okay. I wanted to say about it is that. ESPN's presenting this as a documentary when it really isn't. Because if you say, hey, we're going to run a 10-part special on the career of Michael Jordan, people aren't going to watch because they're going to say, I know Michael Jordan's career. It's not also not going to sell. Michael Jordan's not going to convince 100 people to come do an interview. Hey, it's a story on my life and my NBA career. Yeah, I'm busy, which is what John Stockton told him to do. Yeah, I'm not going to do a puff piece on Michael Jordan. So while it's fun, it's great TV, we're talking about it, and it's awesome, it's not a documentary. And it's it's kind of both sides, I felt, ESPN. And, and Michael Jordan were pushing this to something it's not just to gain the eyeballs when it's clear to me and clear to everybody that when you have final cut power, you have final word power, and you are giving notes on episodes, it's no longer a doc, it's a biography. Okay, I think you're way overthinking this, man. You're, no. you're way overthinking this, no, first I'm of th- all. No, I'm thinking how it needs to be thought. No, I mean, first of all, the idea that nobody would watch if they presented it as a 10-part series on Michael Jordan, that's crazy. I mean, Michael Jordan is one of the most polarizing figures in the history of American sports. So I'm watching, you're watching, we're all freaking watching. First of all, we're watching Korean baseball on ESPN. Of course we're watching a Michael Jordan documentary <laughs> if they promote it as such. There's no question about it. We're watching old games on the internet on YouTube. I'm watching the freaking Seahawk Packer Phil Mary game last night from eight years ago on ESPN. <laughs> and guess what? I'm enjoying it. I'm watching the Seahawks Steelers Super Bowl from 15 years ago, a game that I know that we got screwed in, and I'm enjoying it. I'm still watching it. So at this point, I'll watch anything. I'm watching the old home run derby from 1960. Not the one they had at the All-Star game like five years ago, but the old Mickey Mantle Harvey. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, that's a great show. Black and white home run derby. One out, two outs, three outs. I'm watching that crap all over again, and I'm enjoying it. So we are starving for this stuff. So, I mean, look, the only reason why people are paying attention is because it's about Michael Jordan. If it's about Scottie Pippen, about Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc, by the way, Luke Longley, uh, Bill Wennington, Will Purdue, nobody gives a damn about the rest of those guys. They're there for MJ, man. They're there for the freaking king. Do not disrespect the king. You know why people are watching that show. They're watching because of Michael Jordan. So, whatever. Look, I get your point. I just think it's wrong. Look, I, I think... <laughs> I think you just lied to me in a the big way. The of a documentary, a movie or a TV or radio program that provides a factual record or report. That is exactly what we are watching on television. That is not, that's not what we're watching. We're watching it through Michael Jordan's eyes. But I want to go back to the part where you lied to me and you lied to America. You How said, did I lie to you? Because there's no way you are watching that Seahawks-Steelers Super Bowl and enjoying Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you're not enjoying it. No. You're not enjoying it. No way. No okay. way. You're your grandfather that you talked about watching that 83 Dolphins game with you? Uh-huh. Is your grandfather still alive? I assume no. Correct? No, no, he's not. No. Okay. He, I yeah. swear on your grandfather's grave. That's how, and I mean this. I don't mess around with this stuff, man. I swear on your grandfather's name. I swear on your grandfather's eyeballs. I'm watching that Whoa. game on TV, <laughs> and I tried to convince myself I did not know the outcome of what happened in the fourth quarter. And I'm actually thinking, man, we're going to win this freaking game. <laughs> and then by the middle of the third, I realized I already knew what happened, and I got pissed off all over again and turned it off. I was going to say, what was the drink of choice while you were convincing yourself that you were going to win this baby. one? A lot of Tito's, a lot of San Juan seltzers and Tito's, man. <laughs> Yeah. Haven't you watched this game? Just get out of the, get out of the room. I never Let me did keep watch watching. It. Mike Holmgren never watched it. Mike Holmgren hasn't watched that game one time. Oh, well, yeah. you know, here's the thing. Just a couple of quick things, just just to to make yeah. you feel better about it. Okay, yeah. so the Roethlisberger. The yes. third down, fourth down. All right. Yeah, don't don't it, got a problem with that as much. Right. It would, it, it, who knows what would have happened? Right. Who right. knows what would have happened? You don't know about right. that. Okay. Right. The the interception, the the call on Hasselbeck. The he had already thrown the pick. Right, he had already thrown the pick, so right. most of the damage was done, and that's like half the things that people complain about with that game. The only there's two plays that stick out. Number one is the holding, or the uh, uh, excuse me, um, yeah, the holding call on Locklear on the play to Jeremy Stevens. They're down 14-10 early fourth quarter. Uh, Hasselback hits Jeremy Stevens to the one yard line. They're about to go in to take the lead, go up 17-14. Gets called back on a holding call by Sean Locklear, and I quote in the words of John Madden, "I don't see holding." End quote on TV because there was no holding. And then second of all, the push off on Daryl Jackson in the end zone for the touchdown. You guys realize the guy that made that call is from Pittsburgh. I mean, what the hell is that? <laughs> the guy making the freaking call, the back judge that threw the flag on a push-off on Daryl Jackson, is from Pittsburgh. And the Steelers are in the freaking game. And the official's from Pittsburgh. It's, 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 it's ludicrous. Fifteen years later, uh, dude, Bill Levy apologized for how crappily officiated that game was five or six years ago to everybody. So, I don't know, man. There's going to be bad calls in every game, but I just those two calls just chat my ass still 15 years later. So that, let, me, let me ask the, uh, the important question of the night oh. as far as uh, what Smith's been proffering. He claims mayonnaise is the number one condiment uh, yeah. in, in the, the cart. What do you think? Mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Yeah, we uh, got we got into Adam Jones talking about how he put ketchup on tacos. We got yeah. into a conversation about the the best uh, condiments, and I have mayonnaise at number one. Yeah, you know, I mean, the problem with mayonnaise, the. <laughs> 
the one part of your argument that would be solid is that it's it's really versatile. I mean, you could you sandwiches, hot dogs, hamburgers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's putting ketchup on a freaking sandwich. You could use it on a hot dog. You could use it on a hamburger, but nobody's putting ketchup on a freaking sandwich. Mayonnaise really kind of encompasses a, a, a bunch of different branches on the food tree. And so it's very versatile. So I could see his point, to be honest with you, Mike. Oh, you agreed with him. There yeah. it is. There it is. I was waiting for you to light him up Trust again. Trust me, I don't no. want to agree with anything. I don't want to be associated with anything that comes out of his freaking mouth, but that's one thing I might potentially agree with. No, because he, he likes the fact that I knew in 83-84 and I brought up yeah, that you good. know the game the Seahawks good. won in the playoffs. A1 sauce, Heinz 57 sauce, pick a pepper <laughs> sauce, tiger sauce. I mean, you come to my house and my refrigerator, man, I'm the condiment freaking king. You should I don't put even that throw in... bottles away. They've been there for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another question for you. Yeah. Is salsa a condiment? No, salsa's not a condiment. Okay. Certain things, you have to, you have to draw the line somewhere because then everything yeah. would be a condiment. No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's... Oh, you think it's a condiment? I think it is. It's an ad. I think you can no. make an argument that it is a condiment. Uh, I don't, uh, no, I don't, I don't think you can. I think you only you only put salsa on very specific few things. You're a okay. condiment. You can be. It's got to be much more. Getting much more of the Swiss Army knife if you're a condiment. Well, who are you to decide what people a lot of things. put on what? Well, listen, because I know and I tell people the same things on the show all the time. You may not like my sports opinions, and you can disagree yeah. with them, but I will not steer you wrong in food, TV, and movies. Yeah. And that, and so what I say, the Gene Hackman line. What I say when it comes to condiments on this show yeah. is the law. You can follow him on Twitter at Softy. Yeah, oh yeah. No, his no. girlfriend shows uh-huh. up in the limo. Yeah. And now he's directing the Mandalorian. That's yeah, that he's guy the from Rudy became the greatest director in the history of Star Wars. Yeah, I know. And now he's dating Aunt May. It's unbelievable. And he, you know what? He's fatter now than he was then. He's got terrible hair. You can hear hope for me yet every day during the week, three to seven p.m. Nine fifty KJR in Seattle. Softy KJR on Twitter. That's Softy KJR on Twitter. Always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. All right, salt as a condiment. All right, (laughs) see you, man. Uh, Now he's going with salt as a condiment. Now he's going with salt as a condiment. Always fun hanging out with Softy. Not, uh, I mean, just yep. You say certain things on hey, the can air. can I say that? Uh, you kind of did, and then you kind of did again, and then you you, you, you kind of did again. But, hey, not the first guy we've had to dump on the show. No, and certainly no, not no. the last guy we had to dump on the show, nope, so it's okay. That. Yeah. Uh, no, we've dumped. You'd be surprised that the, oh, the caliber of people that we oh, have had yeah. to dump on the air because they said something they're not supposed to. Well, you well, know what I did the other day for fun? I went back and listened to the the original unedited version of the Eric Dickerson interview that oh boy. started the firestorm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Uh, multiple. Hit that button. Mm-hmm. Hit that plunger again. Well, Dickerson did tell us, is this a show where I could say anything? And yep. I said, sure, because why not? <laughs> yeah, and he did. Uh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What day of Mayo is it? Cinco. Ay, 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 ay. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. And, uh, boy, we always have a special slide of our baby hour planned for you, but we have an extra special one tonight. Filled with... 
Well, let's just say because none of us could have the Cinco de Mayo slash Taco Tuesday we all wanted and deserved, uh, we'll have a little something extra special planned for you next hour. Oh, uh, whoa, oh. whoa, 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 whoa. No, oh, you I, did it. Hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. You heard you the promise? last You heard the last few minutes of the show, right? <laughs> I GD did. Okay. <laughs> Whew. No um, question about it. That was spitting fire. Ooh. We got people, yeah. UCLA, Dodger, Frank, and many of our friends going, yeah. weekly appearances by Soft. Oh, see, yeah. uh, see, it's the thing. Is, I just got to know how to push Softy's buttons and get him, get him on. Look at him. He came on. He was awesome. It's so damn he's hard. a very calm guy. You listen to his radio show. He's, you know, he's very calm. Yes, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Oh, yeah. On. yeah that's, that's, the way, that's the way he, he operates uh, in the afternoon. <laughs> so, Tua Tagovailoa now has his NFL number, and he will wear number one. Number one. Not wearing number 13 when he wore in college because it's retired by the Dolphins. And there was no way Dan Marino was going to give his okay to let somebody else wear his number. I think that's a bad move by him. Marino's, are you kidding? Marino's ego? No, nobody gets to wear 13. You're calling me with this? Really? I guarantee you that would have been the phone call if he really wanted to wear 13. There's no way Marino's saying yes. No way. I just think this was the opportunity for all these years, man, to to have his name out there and that footage like we're doing with the Jordan doc. I mean, who doesn't respect Charles Barkley and Horace Grant and Dennis Rodman and even Isaiah Thomas and his whiny self uh, a bit more watching this stuff. Dan Marino would go down and people start talking about how brilliant he was again. No, they're all in, in Dan's mind. They're always talking about how brilliant he is. It doesn't matter. There's no way he would let that. And if I'm too, I don't want to wear 13. Why do you want to try to live up to, that kind of reputation. Marino's a top five all-time NFL quarterback. You want to be able to carve your own path, have your own identity, be your own person. I, I don't want CeeDee Lamb to wear 88 in Dallas where anytime he does something good, you're going to hear, well, just like Dez, just like Michael Irvin. No, he kind of got pushed into wearing 88. And go and, and make your own mark and be your own person because why would you want – they're going to compare you to Marino anyway. Why would you give him more ammunition by saying, yep, now I'm wearing 13? I, yeah, I, no, I completely the right call wearing number one. No, for Tua wearing number one, absolutely. After every touchdown, you just have the the pointer fingers up, number one. Which puts up the one. Right That's all you need to do. That's it. That's not. That's the right call. Hey, it's great for teams. Number it's great one. for fans because oh, we have a heritage number. You know, eighty eight for the Cowboys mm-hmm. is a big number. But no, for the player, you got to have your own identity. Hundred percent. That's it. Everybody needs their own identity. Don't be your own person. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, the Cinco de Mayo story you didn't know you needed out of the world of baseball. Plus, hey, guess whose career the Jets are going to ruin? Fox. There's no sex. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Take off your uniform. Take off your cleats. Take off your jock strap. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And like I said a few minutes ago, we didn't get the Cinco de Mayo, Taco Tuesday we expected as most of us are in and living quarantine life. So we have some extra special silliness and craziness for you this hour on the show. Uh, And let me just say, we're going to get to this hour, Murder Hornets versus aggressive chickens, ketchup on tacos, and the best condiments 
that you could put on a sandwich. That's a lot of stuff. We'll get that to is all of that. Lofty, it's a lot of stuff lofty we got to get proposition to. Proposition right there. However, we have to start with this because what do I always say, Mike Carmen? I am generally unemployable outside of radio and television unless there's a very few jobs I could do. Right, like I could be a really good advertising consultant where right? I could come up with great taglines and advertisement campaign ideas. No, right? I think I could we can do, do that. that. Yeah, right? you know, that's something you and I share. I think that certainly works. I'd be really good at that. I mean, they would hate me. Most of the people who work there would hate me because I would walk right up to like being, I think it's being a copywriter. I would walk right into that without having to pay any of my dues. But I'd be just such a genius at coming up with stuff that... You know, they'd be okay with it. Like hey, I, you I could do that. Respect game. Yeah. No, I get, We all come from different paths, man. That that is one thing that is. So- no, no, no. Game recognize game, man. That's that's how it goes. Uh, there's other things. I would be a consultant also to athletes before they want to say something or do an interview. I would tell them, okay, here's what you shouldn't tweet because this is going to get you in trouble. And I will tweet for you, or I will put out your message in a way that you don't have to worry about putting out fires. I mean, that that's me. I would give public relations advice to the stars. You make a mistake, I will tell you how to fix it. That's my. That's the other part of my of my service to you. I will be able to tell you what to do social media wise, but if you screw up, I will tell you how to fix it because I know how to fix things. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's my other I job. I will forget you. No, no, and no, I no, will no. Cut you loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And and my other job, and this is what I really would like to do. Like this, I I really would enjoy this job. I think I'd want to work for the government. Okay. But here's what I want to okay. do. I want to work for the government, and I want to be in charge of approving or denying baby names that people want to call their kids. Because I want to find the people who are crazy and want to name their kid like they're naming a dog or a stuffed toy and tell them, no, I'm sorry, you need to come back with a different name. This name is not accepted because this is going to give the kid a psychological complex throughout their life. And why are you doing this? You gave birth to a child. You didn't adopt a dog from the from the pound. You know, you're not naming a hamster. This is not a stuffed toy. This is an actual person that's got to live with whatever you want to name the baby. And I would be very, I mean, most of my job would be rubber stamping stuff. I'd be rubber. I, I'd say, okay, great, 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 great. But I would get to certain points where I would say, okay, you need to resubmit. And if you resubmit a name a second time, and I send it back to you, if you resubmit a name three times in a row, and it's not applicable, and I cannot approve it, then I get to name the kid. Oh, okay. Right? I'll give you three. I'll give you three chances to say, name the kid. Give me a couple of examples. I'll give you three chances to name the kid. And if you don't name the kid right, and give the kid a name that's a name, then I get to name the child. Now, is there is there one in particular that really irks you to no end? Uh, this one may go uh, far and away past the normal what, what what Jason Lee named his kid pilot inspector. I mean, come on, really? Okay. I mean, well, uh, what did uh, Gwyneth Paltrow named her, her daughter Apple? Apple. I mean, yeah. it's uh, come on, it's not a, like I said, it's not a dog, it's a person. I buy stock in that kid though. But I mean, okay, it stands uh, to inherit wow. a lot of cash. That's a good Berman line right there. You can buy stock in Apple, Martin TJ. Uh, because tonight, now, the number one trending topic on Twitter, and mm. I always say, when you get up into the hundreds of thousands, it becomes something everybody wants to talk about, and this now has over 600,000 tweets in the past hour plus on this. Elon Musk and Grimes had a baby, right? Maybe you saw that earlier today. I saw that Elon Musk had a hey, kid. Hey, like, oh, Okay, all right, great. And uh, she's a singer. Uh, okay, uh, Grimes is a singer. Um 
And now I'm just thinking of famous people named Grimes. Scott Grimes, who was on uh, Who's the Boss? Oh, he's on ER, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was on ER. He's in Band of Brothers, right? There was uh, uh, Brent Grimes, uh, sure. former back. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Grimes, 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 Grimes. Grimes. Well, it's Frank Grimes on the Simpsons. There is Frank. <laughs> I forgot about well, yeah, Frank Grimes. You've, you've been to Spain. You've never been. Yeah, I forgot about Frank Grimes. Very nice. I forgot about Frank Grimes. Um, you, you, I live below a bowling alley <laughs> and above another bowling alley. Wow. Elon Musk named his child, had a baby, had a boy. The name of the child is X. A-E-A-12. The letter X. Okay, the A-E, where the A-E looks like the American Eagle symbol. So I wonder if, if they can uh, sue Elon Musk. Although Elon Musk would just probably buy American Eagle. But it's got the A where the A is connected to the E. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay, and then it's A-12. Yeah, I see that trending. Is Okay. Is, is this like um, he, he's comparing himself directly to Tony Stark and the mystery surrounding his daughter? <laughs> I don't know. When I saw it, I said, is this the first plane of the Space Force? I mean, I, I don't know. Is, is that is that what it is? I can't even find, I can't even find the, the, the right key on the keyboard where I could do the AE. I can't even, I, I don't even know how to do it. I don't know how to get the AE yeah, together. I have no idea. Google that or have someone But no, but pe- people are doing it. I, I, I don't know how to do it. I, how do I get the AE together? I didn't know that was a thing on the keyboard. Yeah, I, I have no idea. The name of the child, X-A-E-A-12. I now, think that's also know, that's also and, the play that Hank Stram called to win Super Bowl two with the Kansas City Chiefs. And then he took off his cowboy hat and said, <laughs> All right. Um the on my list he's that's trending just above Coach Taylor. Uh yeah. As people yeah. revisit Friday Night Lights. Yes, yes. It, <laughs> yeah, people are just finding Friday Night Lights, you know, the generation later. Uh which hey, Texas forever. But X A E A twelve. That is the child's name. Now, you're asking, why Why is this child's this name? Well, this is what I've gotten from USA Today. Uh, Grimes tweeting out a full breakdown uh, about an hour or so ago why the baby's name is XAEA12. X for the unknown variable. AE, her elven spelling of I, AI, love or artificial intelligence. A12 is the precursor to SR-17, which is their favorite aircraft. No weapons, oh, good. no defenses, just speed, great in battle, but nonviolent. And the uh, plus, the A is Archangel, her favorite song. All right. So that's why the baby's name is XAEA-12. I was already having a problem with people naming it after national parks, states, and cities. Oh, this is next level. This is even no. That's what I mean. Even it's a like, I was name. bad with that. This is like on a whole other level. This is even a person's name. There's better names. If you ever watch bad lip reading, NFL bad lip reading on uh, on YouTube, it's hilarious. Where they they take uh, athletes what they're saying and they they pretend to bad lip read. The the rip they do when people say their names on Monday Night Football and what they come up with. I mean, all of those names are better than this. <laughs> I mean, and there's one that's IDI4F2475. I mean, that's what it looks like the guy is saying. I, this is this is someone's name is XAEA12. Therapy sessions 
just just start just bankroll those now I, I I guarantee you, you're going to see a quarterback uh, call it out of signals at one one game in the fall. X A E X A E A twelve A twelve A twelve. I guarantee I mean, you're going to see that. I mean, I joked long long ago about having twins named Maximus and Minimus, and I got outrage or faux outrage flowing all over the place off of that one. Uh, here's one from UCLA Dodger Frank. Would love this for you. And TJ, naming your child XAEA12 should be on the top of the Grimes Against Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great one. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I mean, really, how out of touch do you have to be to think this is what I can name a child? I just to be serious about this for a second here. This is someone who's going to have to go through life. Now, granted, yeah. are you going to go through life and you're going to are you going to have every need taken care of? Most likely. And, well, but you know, then you you actually have to fill out a form or tell people what your name is. My my name is Betty. My, <laughs> just leave me what's your name? Just call me X. I mean, what what are you going to say? You don't even have a middle name to go by. At least if you hate your first name, if it's a bad name, you can go by your middle name. Yeah, my, my first name is Jumpin' Knucklehead, but uh, my middle name is Warren. So just call me Warren. I'm Warren. I'm Warren. Wow, you guys, we haven't talked about Jumpin' Knucklehead but really what in a can, while. What, what can you change this to? When do you want it? When you, what do you want me to call? I guess they would just call him X, right? Just, just call him X. Just, just to call him X. Why? Because his name is it's X-A-E-A-12. I mean, I, how out of touch with reality do you have to be that this is what you name a child? A living person that has to live through life and go through life knowing that people are going to go and look at you differently and make fun of you and wonder all about you. Right, you're you're not going to be saying, "Oh, look at that!" It's going to be someone that people not quite are suspicious of, but wondering what you're all about, wondering if they should be friends with you. I mean, this is it's a big deal. I mean, it's a when you want to name somebody something, you got to give them a name that's a name. I mean, you, you, be wearing, you could be wearing. creative, but this is, I mean, really, it's your name because of a variable and an elven <laughs> spelling of AI and the precursor to SR-17, which I think is the name of the, the aircraft the X-Men fly. I think that's the <laughs> SR-17. I'm not lying. I am pretty sure that's what the X-Men fly is the SR-17. So that's what you're going to, so you're going to name a kid. And I can't find the. I can't find the keys on the computer. I can't even get in with what's trending because I'm I can't gonna, even find it. I'm going to work to to find that as the night goes on because I really would like to put your mind at ease. Uh, but the child will forever have to wear a hat that oh. said, Musk is my dad. Call me blank. I mean, I would just call me something else. And it's the uh, SR-77. Oh, that's what the X Men fly. Yeah, SR seventy seven. Ah, all right. I was close though, wasn't I? Boy, I was close. Yeah, that's I good. was really close, man. I was really close. I, yeah, this is where I would see this and go, "Oh, they must have typed something on the wrong line." You know, they, they might, no, oh no, that's the name. Yeah, nope, that goes back. Elon, need a new name, and you, you screw up again. I'm gonna name your kid's name is gonna be John. Oh, John. Yes, because you decided to try to name. A kid, something ridiculous. I, you know, something happens. I, I, I really do feel to people when they just have so much money, and they, they, they really they lose touch with lots of things. 
and and because you have so much it's you you get really weird and and you you think certain ideas are okay just because no one challenges you on things and anything you say people are always going to agree with you there's no one's going to tell you something no about telling truth to power anything else and boy i i i i look at this and i feel bad for the kid if it's for the kid, he's got to grow up with that kind of name. Anybody's got to grow up with the kind of name. We're like, yeah, I, I don't know. My dad's just, I, I don't know. My mom, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I was, and I was really happy when I was a kid because my name, uh, it was my mom wanted to name me Noah. Right? She wanted to name me Noah because for some reason, I don't know why, uh, she liked Noah. And my dad said, no, I don't like Noah. How about Jason? My mom said, okay, great, Jason. So Jason's there. So I always thank my dad going, thanks, dad. Because you know how many Bible jokes and how many ark jokes I would have to go on through my entire life? Hey, you on the ark? You bringing those animals all on two by two? Hey, you got elephants? What do you mean elephants? You got elephants on your ark? Ah." And then I grew up with a complex because people are making fun of my name in first, second, third, fourth, and fifth grade. Just think about it kid for that perspective for a second what they got to grow up with i mean when i when we sat back and i know you probably went through the same thing when you were going to name your 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 daughters when they were born we, we were going to name zoe and we were trying to figure out all right what's a name where we like the name but there's no way it could really be made fun of right no one can say it's short oh, it to something and, weird and, and, right. right and or or make it something oh boy that sounds really bad so, so okay, what about this name? Right? Okay, you know, this, no, people are going to, you can make that into something. Okay, that name is out. I mean, the the care that you, that's the care that you should put in to, to naming kids. And I think most people do that. But I see stuff like this and I go, oh my God, what is he, what, what are you doing? Wait, this is a person. That's why I'm hoping this is a joke. I'm hoping, uh, please tell me you're, you're pulling a joke on everybody. Please, but I see, you know, when it's the number one trending topic, 600,000 people are talking about it on Twitter. I'm like, oh my God, this is not a joke. It's not a joke. I hope it is. Yeah, we got the great Burley Grimes, American baseball player. Uh, oh, I forgot about Burley Grimes. Yeah, yeah okay. No, he, he got after it. Okay. Um, so we, we got that. Um, let's see. We already said Brent Grimes. We got him into the mix. Frank Grimes was actually an actor from Ireland as well. Oh, no, uh, all right. Uh, IMDB. We'll have to look that up a little bit later. Um Mark Grimes was Dublin's most beautiful person in 2016. Okay. Oscar Grimes was a utility infielder. Oh, Oscar Grimes. Yes, I remember Oscar Grimes. Okay, okay. Roger Grimes, Canadian politician. Okay. (laughs) And Vic Grimes is an American professional wrestler. All right, so we kind of got the big Grimes we needed to. Yeah, there's there's no question. All right. He was trained by Dory Funk Jr. and Manny Fernandez. How about that? Wait, the former uh, Dallas Stars goalie, Manny Fernandez? No. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, that, is that the first time Manny Fernandez ever been mentioned on Sports Talk Radio? I um, think that might be. It's probably been a minute. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 Rick Grimes, Walking Dead. Oh, sure, Rick Grimes. Well, yes, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. Carl Carl, yeah, Rick Grimes. You know, there was something in my head. I'm like, I think we got them all. No, Rick Grimes just came to me. There you go. I right hadn't there. gone down to the fictional characters. There was uh, John Grimes and Blackhawk Down, and Muddy and Dallas Grimes were villains in Beavis and Budhead to America. <laughs> Carl, Carl, we gotta, we gotta get to safe harbor. Carl, 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 be careful, Carl, Carl. Carl. This is my nightmare. <laughs> That's how he would say Carl. Then. Carl. Did he say Carl, it 15 times like that? Carl. Though? Carl. Yes, just like that. Carl. 
Like you're saying Coral. Carl. Carl. We got this kid named XAEA12 coming, Carl. He's going to bust you up, Carl. Carl had a patch over one eye. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. See, uh, Jason, Mike, Alex, Justin, all the people work on the show. Ryan, Brian. I mean, it's. I feel bad for that kid. I feel bad for that kid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.